Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Why, hello there. Nice to see you, Mr. Microphone. This is Tommy Bateman, hideout producer, director, real star of the show, as I like to be called. Tonight, I will be hosting the uh, mixtapes for you all, and I agree with the open. It is a 6-6 show. But first, we're going to have everyone's favorite fat virgin, Matt Albert. Uh, this is the time he failed his driving exam. And then, not only in this segment does he fail his driving exam, but uh, his arch enemy, Mantan, you know, he uh, gets, gets a few jabs in on Matt, and then we take it, everything out on Corolla, who is now Chunks. It's the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. Matt Albert, pass holder at the front of the line. Matt, it was a bad week for you, huh? Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been ass on top of ass. Now, have you cried yet? Because he failed his driver's test. Oh, yeah. I thought Aunt Jemima got discontinued or something. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Have you cried at all? Tommy's a fan. I was thinking about Tommy's it. A virgin. I was thinking about it. Just, just to get out the pain. But uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just suck it up like a man. Really? Yeah, I'll just stare at Claudia's pictures on the internet and just yeah, think about what a... could have been. Oh, yeah, because you could have been down here. Yeah, I could have been. Just like the week ago tonight, chicks were asking for you at a Coyote Ugly. Uh-huh. Yep. How did how did you fail your driver's test, man? Parallel parking. <laughs> there are people that can't even speak English, can't even comprehend English, that have licenses. Hey, man, Tan, go to hell. And this guy is from <laughs> Maryland, and he failed his driver's test. <laughs> you should be shot. It's all right, brother. Don't worry about it. No, it's not all right. What's next on the horizon for you? Uh, Got any appearances coming up? Do you get to take yeah, it again? What? Do you get to take it again? Yeah. When? Of course. I don't. I have to make an appointment. Can anybody help him with this? You know what? If you can get a ride up here, I'll give you a driving test on the air. Me and you will drive around. That'd be great. And Dubs knows how to drive, man. He's yeah. from Michigan. That's where they build cars. <laughs> Motor City, baby. I hear you're punching the doors at your house. Uh, that was once. Just as soon as I got home, I had to get off the anger. I think I broke my knuckle. You should be angry. There's no way you beat through that. What? There's there's plenty of padding there where you're not going to break a bone from punching a door. Oh, I'm a puncher. By the way. I punch a lot. I'm sure you do, buddy. (laughs) That's right. I'm a chronic puncher. Who was on your IM earlier? Uh, what are you talking about? So apparently Matt, oh. Matt Albert came up to the studio one night. I guess it was the last time he was in here, and he signed on with the instant messenger. And the stupid ass happened to leave his password in. Oh, no. So I get on the instant messenger, and he's on it, and I'm just emailing him. Douche. Oh, I, I got the little arrow pointing at his name. Failed driving test. That's when I logged off. 
He's like, I don't need to take this crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're, you're giving your own, uh, you're giving yourself the crap. Yeah. That, that's the way you should talk to yourself, man. I already do. It, does, it doesn't work. You don't have to have a driver's license to pull a cart. True. You know what, man, Tan? <laughs> I'm sick of your crap. All right. Right. I'm going to go work on Friday. Wait, there's like there's 15-year-olds that pass driving tests. I know, man. 15-year-olds yeah. can't take the driving test. Yes, they can. We had to no, take it at 15, man. and then you had to, we, had, we had to keep uh, like a uh, learner's permit until we actually be, were, were able you to drive. You had to be 16 years old in one month. Well, oh my God. I guess it, I guess there were different times when I took the test. Back and in the old Michigan. days. Yeah, that's true, where they build cars. All right, well, congratulations, Motor tonight, Albert. You should scar yourself because of this. This is pathetic. Yeah, that's not a bad idea where you, like, scar your arm or something every time you fail a driver's test. I'm morbidly obese. What else do you want me to do? Let's get you a big tattoo of a license on you. <laughs> every time you look at it, you're... Failure? Yeah. Just failure? Beep. All right. He won't even have the chance to get pulled over by driving while black. That's pathetic. <laughs> he won't even have that shot. Hey, well, people. I'd, want... I'd have some funny comebacks, but uh, I'm just not. Hey, people want to console you, man. There are people on the phone who have failed. I hope a heckler, because I know he's friendly. <laughs> Black Albert, you're in the hideout. Oh, you hey, die. Matt. <laughs> just Matt, die. don't feel so bad. Damn, I failed my driver's test the first time. See? You guys are in the same boat. Yeah, but, like, Albert, you're from, like, Zimbabwe or something like that. So that's understandable. Right. Nigeria, exactly. So, I mean, that's completely understandable. But this guy's from Maryland. And y'all, you guys are brothers. Why are you fighting like this? He's still not a brother. And I'll come up there and teach you. He's still not a brother. All right, there's the bit. Black Albert picks up Matt Albert, brings him down here, and teaches him a driver's He's lesson. He's not finding out where I live. Why not? Because. I don't how, like his eyes. I got, a, <laughs> I, got an, I got an idea, Matt Albert. How about this? How about we give away a trip for two to Matt Albert's house no. to eat? Oh. Me... Me, Corolla, and two listeners get to have dinner with you. Even if you uh, get my address, you won't be able to find it like last time. Oh, yeah, I remember that. All right, hold on. People uh, People want to talk to you still. Both of you guys, hold on. Dorks, and you're in the hideout. Hefe, Doug, if I could be serious for a minute, did he fail because he's black? Or fat? Or a loser? Or a virgin? I think all those things factored in, Dorks. <laughs> I think it's because he's black. All right. <laughs> Milliken was better. <laughs> hey, what about Jedediah? <laughs> Jedediah's not here. <laughs> All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> That's the way I want him punching out from now on. I Other suck. people say 5,000. Matt Albert says I suck. <laughs> Corolla, you be down to going to Matt Albert's house? Yeah, I'll check it out. But dinner? I mean, are we going to be able to like eat? Right. What do you oh, mean? Oh, now he's now he's making fun. Are you saying because he's black or he's poor or because he'd eat a whole bunch? Are you a racist? <laughs> no, definitely. I know the Italians don't get along with the blacks. No, no way. way. What are you talking other. about? Like, yeah, we're like get out of we're here. in the same. Go I like away. Matt Albert. Go away. Yeah, we'll hang out. How many times do I have to tell you to go away? <laughs> Just for that, you're not going. And tomorrow to porno dance. Go away. Don't worry. No, get out. How many times do I got to tell you to go away? You can only earn it back with three chair shots. To go to porno. Do I have to tell you again? And those are off the air, so they'll be extra hard. People are asking who has bigger boobs, Matt or Corolla? Hmm. Please. Stalemate. All right. Um, the battle of the bulge right there. Oh, you know what? Before we get any more calls, I wanted to talk about this. I uh, I found this picture 
right, you guys have heard me talk before mm-hmm. about the look that I love. Yeah, with of course. the um, you know, the pale skin and the black hair. And this all goes back to this chick that I knew in high school, which is so goddamn hot. I found a picture of her. Really? Yeah. And I have it on my wallpaper, which is creepy. You went to high school with that girl? I didn't go. I didn't. I'll tell you this. I met her through speech and debate. She went to a different school. She's a model. She's an act. She was in Coyote Ugly, in fact. I can see why you're still holding on. She is gorgeous beyond all belief. I think it was stock and debate. <laughs> nah, man. She even approached me, too, which where is cool. The stocking comes outside her window. The debate comes when her dad runs out trying to kick his ass. She I, approached him and said, come please look at stop pic- following me. Come look at this picture and look how hot she is. Come here, dubs. You'll like it. Manton, you think she's good, right? Yeah, she's not half bad, man. Seriously. She's perfect. Don't say not, not half bad. She's not perfect. She's good looking, though. There's no doubt. Is that hot or what? Looks a little wet. What do you mean? That's good. I don't know. Like maybe greasy. No. Yeah, she does look kind of greasy. You're yeah. stupid. You're mad she doesn't have a penis. Jesus. Seriously, it wouldn't surprise me if she did. No way. She's gorgeous. Susie, you're in the hideout. Hey, hey, Happy. I just want to say you sound so sexy all the time. You're crazy. Thank you. No, I'm serious. I wish you had more pictures of you on the website. Yeah? But, but yeah, really. And Dubs is laughing, of course. Um, yeah, what's your pro- Hold on a second, Susie. Let's analyze this for a second before we get to your... The, the... If you want to know what I'm laughing about, I'll read you the note. What? No. <laughs> you, you know what, man? How is it? Why is it every time a chick's into me? You know what? The, the, lo- the, the note I was reading and laughing about had nothing to do with you. It's not all centered around Hefe all the time. <laughs> it's a narcissist. But I do live in Frederick, and I drive for Papa John, so I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, cool. And I will teach Mount Albert how to drive. How, like. many, how many times have you been to his house already if you're riding for Papa John? You probably already know where he lives. <laughs> no doubt. I, I, I probably do. Yep, the Albert's call again. The only picture I've seen is the one with the raccoon on him, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like. I forgot about that one on RadioEye.com. That's so funny. So you, you're, you guys are awesome, man. I, you, I'm in my car all the time, and you make the night. You, so you deliver pizzas? What's, how's that? How's that? Good money? Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's real good money. Yeah. Real good money. Yeah, you're okay. hot. Uh, I'm married, but my husband knows I got a crush on you though. For real? <laughs> yeah, you sound so cute. Why don't you come up and I'll, you know, <laughs> hit it in front of him. You, know, you into that? Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? I, I can be. I won't know unless I try. Yeah, true. You're crazy. Every time a girl says sex, you're like, oh, she's so hot. It's just the way you say it, and you always go, God damn. Like a 13 year old boy. Yeah, She's much. so That's hot. Cute. There you go. There it is. <laughs> All right, Susie. Thank you, sweetie. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. I come hot chicks can actually want it. Like this one. <laughs> Book her for the show, Bateman. Recall how creepy I was in high school. And then Dubs can really laugh. Oh. I'll, I'll giggle my ass off. In fact, you know what? If I do ever talk to her on the show, I don't want you in here. Why? I want you ruining my game. <laughs> Oh, no. You just goof and goof. What kind of game are you going to spit on her? I've seen you spit game. Dude, I'm a Mac. You've lost it. Why don't you remind him, Mantan? Why don't you remind him of how much of a pimp I was a week ago? To yeah, die? the pimp hat, I mean, it brought out a whole different side of you. So and I... now that I got the glasses, yeah, I look smart, intelligent. Like a bloated Elvis Costello. There's so many calls up, I don't want to take them. 
They suck. Not interested. Oh, chair shots. That's right. Bring Carol in for the chair shot. He just comes in here and basically grabs his ankles, Corolla does, to take his chair shots. Assumes the position. I want to do this one like uh, like uh, Animal House. Since we're doing three. Yes, sir, may I have another? <laughs> All right, great. I'm going to look at my chick while I beat you. <laughs> There's something very, wow. very mo about that. No, not at all. Taking out frustration. You know, if I'm thinking about a chick, it's not really that gay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, Corolla. Think of the pain on his face already. You know, I'm going to have to switch sides. Again? <laughs> That's right. You always say you don't like chicks. Haha, ha, funny man. Made me start talking. Get over here closer, Corolla. Mantan, get over there and block the uh, the screen. Put your hands up. <laughs> Going out with chair shots for the hideout in Corolla. Do not, I repeat, do not say anything that could get us in trouble. Oh. You hear me? Yeah. All right. Mark? Dubs, what is this one for? Is this just because he was stupid well, all week? Well, this is because uh, fat? he wouldn't leave the studio when you told him to, and he wants to go to the Porno Dan party. That's right. Yes, it broke. Let me fix it. Oh! Oh! <laughs> now, what else have you done this week? You called your friends fat, didn't you? Yeah. He needs another. All right. Yell it again. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes! Oh, my God! Ah! You're going to break a rib one of these Jeez. times. Good! Ah. Maybe you'll learn a lesson. God! Now here's for the final chair shot. Wait, what'd you call Alfie? You call him a loser? All right, that's it. You get two more. A two fat more. loser. Oh my. You know what? I know you're pointing at me because your back hurts. Turn around on the stomach. No, no way. Stomach chair shot. No way. I'm still hurting from the sauce. That's all right. You'll be fine. <laughs> this will be. This will be no problem. <laughs> I love now, have you seen that video of like news filter and all those where it's the guy and they're gonna break oh, it up yeah. they're gonna break it over his head and he just ends up breaking the guy's nose and he's bleeding everywhere? Alright. You ready? Ready? <laughs> I got a feeling I'm gonna miss. Step closer. Right to the chest, okay? <laughs> right to the chest. Okay. Come on! No, that's in its Quit arguing! You you get two more if you argue. Right. This is the last one if you don't. Ready, set, boom shot! Ah, boop! God! Oh, thank you, sir! Alright, I'll see you tomorrow night at Porno Dan's birthday party. You earned your way in. Thank you. Oh, Dan just called. He said you can only bring... It's only you and me invited. Okay, that's fine. Sorry. To all my friends, I promise, sorry. You're not going. Sorry, Carol. (laughs) You can't go after all. Oh, yeah! I'm sorry it worked out that way. I guess I should have told you before all this. Yeah, we'll see you Monday, though. Yeah, we had fun. It's been a fun week, man. Everyone had a blast here in the hideout, including Corolla. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> hey, you, have, you have a very mean streak. It's almost like a homo rage coming out of you right now. No, it's not. All right, man. If I'm beating him up, it's not gay. If I choke him while I do it, it's not gay. If he shaves down there, it's not gay. I punch him in the ribs, it won't be that gay. Whatever makes it a little bit less gay. Wear a bra, man. That doesn't make it gay.
It's very straight if you wear some uh, lipstick while I do it. I'm not gay. It's the hideout, El Jefe and J-Dubs. If I bust his kneecaps, it won't be gay. If I burn his... God damn it. All right, friends, you're listening to the Hideout Mixtape on Real Radio 104.1. I am Hideout producer, director, real star of the show, uh, Tommy Bateman. You can hit me up on the AWOL Instant Messenger at Bateman's Hideout. And in this next segment, hey, it's about me. I know that works. It's uh, when I did something very stupid. I-, I will preface this by saying I was working 11-hour days for months at this point, and I was not thinking straight. And I did something very stupid. No, I didn't get married. Not that time, anyway. It's the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. Alright, so this is what happens to Tommy. Tommy calls me today. Tell your story real fast, because this is this is insane. I uh, ended up p- picking up a hitchhiker, basically, last night. Because I was extremely exhausted and not really thinking. After I dropped Sid off, I was like, I'm low on gas. So, uh... So you pick up a hitchhiker because you're long. Well, because I was... I was <laughs> I was pumping gas, and this guy walks up, and I sort of... He sort of startled me because I didn't hear him. I was sort of off in my own world trying to, you know, stay awake. And basically, he's like, Hey, uh, can you do me a favor? Which is, like, the words I dread to hear from anyone. And he's like... Can Especially you... if you work for them, but go ahead. Exactly. Me? Me. Oh. <laughs> I always do that to him, too. Hey, I got this favor for you. <laughs> Go ahead. So he's like, can you give me a ride? I'm like, yeah, I really got to get home. I'm in a hurry. And then he basically talks me into driving him 20 minutes away. So once we get in the car... He... Right, now, first of all, I mean, would you ever pick up a hitchhiker, Dubs? I've done it many times. Really? Yeah. Um, not out here, though. I, I, I had a pretty good gauge of the type of people in Michigan, and I... I've uh, actually, oh God, this one time I picked up this crackhead girl, nice. um, and she, there, I had a bunch of uh, pop bottles on the floor, and in Michigan, those bottles are each worth ten cents a piece. Those are soda bottles. And I had probably about fifty of them in my car. Right. And they were worth about five bucks. Nice. You're going to eat a Taco Bell later. Wow. She offered to give me favors for the five dollars of pop bottles. Did you accept? I just gave the pop bottle. No! That's why you're a worthless human being. <laughs> Come on! To say you couldn't receive favors from a crackhead for $5 worth of soda bottle? Yeah, not even $5 cash. He has to return the bottle. <laughs> what are you thinking? That's like the greatest story ever and said it sucked. I still think it's kind of good. No. You have to... You have to t- was she hot? No. No. Was she fat? Or was she like crackheaded out? Uh, no, she was, she was fat. How? There's no fat crackheads. No, I found one. In Fowlerville. It's almost as bad as picking up a black guy with one leg and driving him 20 minutes away. Is that what this was? Well, he gets in the car, and amputees freak me out for some reason. Just ever since I was a little kid, sure. it's like... He's like, I know I'm, I'm a black guy, you're a white guy, you know, I'm, I don't got a gun, you can watch, see my ID. Watch that, watch out for that rap, because that's yeah. the rap they give you when they are thinking of ways to harm you. Alright, Dubs know this, knows this, because yeah. that's how he got robbed in Manhattan. Yeah, when, they, <laughs> they told me, he's like, yeah man, I, 
make sure when you go back home to Michigan that, uh, you know, you tell them you found a black guy that's not a thief. Ugh. And then about, what, two minutes later, they take you to the ATM and they take everything in your ATM yeah. account? Great. I had a similar ending, actually. So I'm like, okay, I'll take the guy 20 minutes. Cause, you know, he's in my car, and he's like... He's begging me. I'm really tired. I'm not thinking right. You I'm picking up black guys often or what? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> what is this? So then once I get in the car, it suddenly what turns... Come back, is that? <laughs> a good one. Hey, oh, sorry. We're doing the Mo Olympics later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why well, fight it? Come on. <laughs> so then the 20 minutes suddenly turns into 45 minutes taking him to Andrews Air Force Base. I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, I got to get home. It's 2.30 in the morning. Right. And then he's like, will you help me get a cab then? And I'm thinking in my, like, sleep-deprived haze, yeah, I'll call you a cab. Or about- no, no, he means for him, for me to pay $27 to get him a cab home. <laughs> so you made a new best friend. What was his name? I think it was something like Barlow or something like that. What? And he's like, I'll write down my phone number. You call me, and I'll give you the money back. Oh. I gave him $20, and I was like, that's all I got. And then I dropped him off at his friend's house, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, he's... He has a friend, but his friend won't give him the money. We don't got any money. Wow. But he's like, then I started thinking after I dropped him off, like, okay, he's says his car, he's not allowed to drive his car, it's at the gas station. Then I dropped him off at someone's house. I'm like, something's just not right here. So as I drive back to where I was pumping gas, I see two cop cars stopped looking around. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. I would pull up to the gas station and told the guy where he's at. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm really going to call this guy to get my $20 back. Do you have the number? Yes. All right, let's call him. Yeah. All right, I gotta, call, I gotta, call, him, call him right over here. Talk to I got to get his him. number for the car. All right. Uh, hurry, run. I got to get Bill Milligan on this case. Yeah, get Bill Milligan on the case, but I need you to get that phone number. I want you to ask for your money back. What are the odds? Are you going to call the cops? What are the odds of the phone number being real? Uh, I would say 1 to 20 that it's, you know. Is uh, that's gonna be fake? Yeah, I don't. I think there's no chance. I think there's no chance that it's real. Now, Dubs, I'm I'm surprised to see that you guys would pick up a hitchhiker. I would never, ever, 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 ever pick up a hitchhiker, man. I've been a hitchhiker before. So you've tried asking for rides and have oh, you gotten picked yeah, up? Yeah, and I've had fairly good luck with it. I mean, you just gotta be real careful of who you pick up and. But how do you distinguish what's a good hitchhiker and what isn't? You learn. You learn over. Uh, the raps that they give, you can tell a fake rap because you'll get that same rap over and over again. You'll get screwed. Well, what's the fake rap? The fake rap is the one that Tommy got, the, hey, I, I just need a ride home. You get that a lot of times at places like Union Station. Will you give me a ride home? And they know you're going to say no, so they ask for cap fare right after that. You oh know? My God, I, I was so completely not aware of this racket. And they'll also say, here, I'll even give you my license to hold on to, and it's a fake license. So they get like, they try to get like 20 bucks out of you for a fake license that ain't even, you know, costing them two uh, or three bucks to make. I can't, I, I somehow I think you're making this up. Had that rap thrown on me five or six times. Now, you'll pick up dudes and chicks or what? Yeah. Uh, there's not that many chicks, so I I've picked up probably 99.9% dudes. Isolate that. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't believe it. All right, now Bateman. All right, so you're gonna call him, right? Are you afraid? Yeah. Why would I be afraid? They're not in the car with him anymore. What if he traces the number and figures out where we are? I don't think he's that bright. Why? Because he's black. Don't say that. And you know what's funny is that what was it like 1:30 in the morning? 
And you're two thirty. Two thirty in the morning, and you're picking up hitchhikers. And that's one thing I've never do. Not at night. Middle, middle of the day, I'll help out. Have you not seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Maybe growing up in Texas and watching that movie. That's rule one. But when you're in the... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I see the Barlow? Okay, thank you. Wrong number. Oh! Call them back and ask them if they'll go on the air real quick. It's a woman. She sounds pretty mad that I was calling. Oh, man. Just ask her real quick. Just say, just say well, hey, well, go, will you go on the air? And we just want to tell her what's going on with her phone number. Come on. Tell her she doesn't have to, but tell her radio station somebody's giving out her fake phone number. <laughs> I got a voicemail. Oh, oh man. All right, let's fist and she turned it off. We'll now. take a call. Butternut, you're in the hideout. What's up, Motornut? Hey, what's up, guys? Yep. Buttercup. Hey, um, <laughs> I was with my girlfriend one time and we were walking out of a bookstore and this guy's standing there smoking a cigarette and he's like, he just comes up to us and he's like. There's there's a holes all over this city. He's like, I can't believe everybody. And I'm like, why? What's going on? He's like, well, look. He's like, I just need a ride down the road. And he's like, you guys you guys think you can get me a ride? I'm like, no, we gotta get going. I have to get to work. And he's like, well, how about this? Can I get some fare, some cab money? And I'm like, dude, all I got is a debit card. And he says, he's like, well, I think they take debit cards. Oh my god. And I'm like, and I was like, do you want me to give you my debit card? And he's like, no. Can you just wait here and just give it to him when you're when um he gets here? I'm like, no. Had a punch, you gotta be kidding me. I'd have punched him, man. Jesus, thank you, bro. <laughs> Why would you have just walked away instead of punching him? Because he's taking me for a sucker. I was with my girlfriend, and she's standing there trying to reason with him. I'm like, let's get out of here. What are you doing? You just don't reason. I can't believe that people have the cajones to pull this kind of a racket. Yeah, that's exactly what the guy was doing. He's like, I was like, I don't got any money. I got like $5. I actually had like $60. In, I don't know how I had $60, but he, he was like, Come on, man, I need $27. And he's like, can you just go to the ATM or something? And I, I was like, hell no, I'm not going to the ATM. I was like, you learned no. something, huh? No, actually, that flashed in my head. I was like, no, no, no. Now, was he a big dude? I mean, he was legless. Yeah. Was he, he old? He had a fake leg. Was he old or was he young? He he said he was 44, but he didn't look old, you know? Like, he was running around when I saw him. He was running? He was walking real fast. He was all sweaty when he got in the car. I had to roll down the windows to get Do you realize off. you were probably an accessory to the crime? Yeah, he was probably running from the cops. Well, now I realize that. Do you want to call the uh, police department and we tell should. them what happened? We should. Call them off the air. I'll have to get their phone number. Hold on. I know that we have cops who listen to this show. If there's any police officers, please call in. Brian, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up? You guys are talking about hide or uh, getting up, picking up. Hitchhikers. I was uh, talking about this one night. I had to uh, spend the night in some uh, fat chick's place and uh, do it. We've all been there, man. We've all been there. And you had. I was uh, I was out in Iowa, and uh, my car broke broke down, and I got. uh, I just went to the closest bar and was hanging out, and there was these two chicks there. One of them was like fat, and the other one was like really fat, and uh, so uh, they. I don't. The one invited me home, and. You know, when you get there and you're hanging out and you're going to spend the night because you have nowhere else to go, you <laughs> And you, kinda... did you do her? Did I do her? Yeah. Uh, she pretty much did me. All right, I I understand. Well, they like to do that. <laughs> they have an oral right, right, fixation. Right, right. Uh, you know. <laughs> I hear you. Thank you, Brian. Oh. They like to eat. And when you're at that point, you're at a fat chick's house and you're like, all right, I can either go sleep in the car or I can, you know... Let her totally, do stuff to I me. I totally forgot about this story. 
All right, this is uh, By Curious BJ I'm talking about right now. Your uh, cousin. My cousin. Friend. Yeah, he uh, he was drunk at uh, one of our other friends' house, and this fat chick, He uh, there's only like four beds, so he went into one of the beds, and this fat chick came and laid in the bed with him. <laughs> and so she starts getting all over him. They both are drunk. Right. So he decides to uh, just stir the soup. <laughs> okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. So he can quote unquote tame the beast. <laughs> he, we were ripping on him. He's like, "There's nothing else I can do. If she, if I didn't do that, she'd get angry." <laughs> so I have to tame the beast. He's so great, man. You got to get him for the show. Jafter, you're in the high. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. This is probably about almost like 20 years ago. I was in, uh, I was like 18, 19. I'm driving down the street and I see this girl. She's really cute. So I'm like, all right, she's hitchhiking. I'll pick her up. So she's going on about this story how she needs to get money to pay for her car. It's in the shop. And she doesn't have any money and she'll do anything for the car. And I'm like, you know, I'm totally clueless. I had no idea that she was a road whore. So I'm going, going. I'm like, well, why don't you just take care of the uh, mechanic? She goes, oh, no, I couldn't do that. He's ugly. But I'll take care of you. <laughs> nice. Did you, uh... She didn't take a check, so I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, brother. Thank you. Heckler, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. What's up? Yo, brother. Hey, man. This is a true story. I was in North Carolina. And I was driving, and I see this black chick broken down on the side of the road. You know, she's wearing a dress and everything. Nice. So I stopped, tried to give her a jump, but her car won't start. So she's like, can you take me to the nearest gas station? So I'm like, all right. I get her in the car. And as I'm driving, I notice, like, her voice is kind of deep. And I started, like, glancing over. I notice she's got these big hands. And I'm like, man, what the hell? And then I look, and she's wearing pantyhose, and her, like, her hair is matted underneath the pantyhose. And then I was like, "Oh my God, man! This is, I picked up a man." And so, anyways, I took her like a you know a block to the gas station and dropped her off. But she wanted my name and number to you know pay me back for giving a ride. But I was like, "No, nah, that's okay." <laughs> nice. So I had a question for you too. I got a question for uh, JJ. Yeah. Hey, uh, that crack whore you picked up that want to give you a, a oral pleasure was that Happy's mom? Oh, all right, I knew you had to get it in somehow. Thank you, Heckler. Does that mean he's no? It was his aunt. Is he coming in tonight to compete in the Mo Olympics after that story? I know. Well, I mean, whatever. If you think it's a chick, it's okay. No. <laughs> Unless it's bully. It's not. Damn it. It, it is. All right. Uh, Shermie, real quick. You're in the I don't know how many nights I've been drunk and thought you were a chick. So. Stop. Shermie. Yeah, this is Shermie. Hey, J-Dub's my favorite baby hater, or child hater. <laughs> Listen, I want to say... Oh, oh. Shermie. I knew that sounded familiar. Yeah, I was... Uh, I was in Indiana. I was working on the road, and uh, I'm, you know, it was late at night. Not late, but I mean, you know, time to go out and have some fun after mm-hmm. work. And so there was this a real fat girl, and then another girl, and a guy hitchhiking. So I said, "Well, what the hell? I'll stop. I'll pick them up." So I picked them up, and we went to. Uh, they said, "Well, where are you going?" I said, "Well, I'm going." Do you know? Does he sound club? like the announcer oh, for yeah, Dukes of Hazard? Club. So we went to this club. And this this fat girl was really she was gorgeous, but she was what? really big. Impossible. I'm telling you, man, she was sure, beautiful. We're up on a break. What ended up happening? Oh, what happened was I ended up that girl fell in love with me. The fat girl. I ended up going the next Sunday. <laughs> what happened is Bo and Luke uh, got into a pickle. Sunday to her friend's house. And I had to say a prayer over the meal and everything. And then we went home and did everything we were supposed to do. And then I had to fly back in there. It was a blizzard. And she drove 
Uh oh, it looks like Boss Hog is uh, having quite a day. All the way about 50 miles to the town I was in through this blizzard. Right. To come and take care of me. It was really wonderful. That's awesome, Shermie. Thank you, brother. Adios, boys. Later. <laughs> it's so awful. It's so true. All right. I know we got to break. One more call. Okay. We're looking. This all started with Bateman and his whole. Picking up a hitchhiker. Basically paying him to leave me alone. And paying him 20 He fleeced you for 20 bucks. You're yeah. looking for the cops. He was doing the J-Dubs thing where he was like, see, if I had $20, if you just gave me $20 and that's all I wanted, I could just run out of the car right now. I mean, that's what I do, man. I'm like, whatever. I don't even... Now, did you think you were going to have to uh, to beat him up or anything? No, I wasn't, I wasn't really worried about that. I was just more worried about, like, someone else coming and, you know, like, me being, like, ambushed or something. All right, uh, line four, you're on the air. Cafe Dubs, Bill Milliken, Baptist, private investigator. How you doing? Not bad. It was great. All right, so maybe we'll have a lead for you there. Um, all right, what you think you can help as the Baptist PI? You can help Bateman out. Absolutely. I listened to Bateman's troubles here. Did a little preliminary research. Number one fact: this guy was black. Let's just call him Oh Jebediah. <laughs> okay. The cops were looking for him. It's a guarantee because he was black that he either killed, raped, no, or stole no, something. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. We're it's not going to do that. All right, this is. Let, a... All right, for granted, he committed a felony. No, this is not even. This isn't even helping. Hypothetically, you're not helping. Listen. We all know the reputation. All right. I, no, all right. I'm done with you. God damn it, Milliken. I think he had a couple leads there that we could. Um, no, he no. did, and he was I, awful. No, he, he had a couple Jack and Cokes today. <laughs> you know how he gets. Look, man. First of all, I want to applaud you for not being afraid to pick up a brother. That's. There are a lot of people who wouldn't do that. So I, good for you. Man. I wouldn't have done it just on the fact of the one leg. I didn't know that till he got in the car. And he's like, rolls his his uh, pants up. He's like, look, see, I got one leg. <laughs> look at my face. So if anything happens, you can call 9-1 and just wait for me to do something. 9-1? Is and that then, what he said? He kept looking at my phone. And he's like, you can just call 9-1. And if we, if I do anything, just hit one. Does he realize? That you, oh, I understand what you're saying. Oddball, go ahead. And why did you, like a- you let Milliken through, huh? Well, I figured Tommy could use some help. He's really good. I've heard great things. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've used him before. You had a question? we got a break. Well, I just I was concerned. I mean, uh, did this guy have a prosthetic? Yeah. Did you check and see if there wasn't like a shot, sawed-off shotgun in it? Thanks for putting that thought into my head. I mean, you could know, have you been, been a knife. Careful. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could have had a knife. You could have had anything could in there. Could have been a bomb. <sighs> could have been a bong. <laughs> I guess could have gotten high. Did you ask him to dislodge it and sniff it just for fun? No, I was trying to get him out of my car as soon as possible. That's what I would have done. Look, I'll give you a ride. I've always wanted to smell a nub. I'll give you a ride only if you let me sniff it. Okay, now my board is not working at all. Ah, there we go. They always do this on the weekends and uh, during best of. They always switch everything around. And actually, right now, just so you know, in Radioland, I'm looking at WJRR's, our sister station's uh, log on my computer. I'm not quite sure how to get mine back. Anyway, moving on. We once had a lady named Fairy Lady. She is like a 40-year-old former stripper and just out of her mind. And she believes that there are little fairies out there all around us, and she has some spells that conjures them up. Well, one week she failed to show up, and she was banished to the retard room and uh, out of the hideout. This is a segment where she's trying to earn her way back in. 
And if you hate women and you really want to degrade them, you might want to listen to this for several uh, ideas. It's the Hideout Mixtape Real Radio 104.1. Fairy Lady saw a documentary <clears throat> about fairies. Yeah. And Some people call them documentaries. Other people call them features. Or fiction. Yeah. Um, but she saw this, and it is about a fairies gathering by the river at a dollhouse. And she came into the hideout looking for us to subsidize the building of this dollhouse. She brought in fairy dust and cream. The cream, she says, attracts the fairies. Last month, she didn't show up. She got banished to the retard room. She called us two days ago because she had stood up a Halloween goddess. She stood us up. We had a whole thing going on. We don't deal like that. All right? yeah, Zero maybe. tolerance in the hideout. We'll banish you quickly. She wants out. So I say we allow her back into the hideout. We, re- we reinstate her hideout pass, if you will, but she needs to be punished for letting us down once before. She's oddly hot. She's an, a, she's an 80s stripper. Yes. Farrah Fawcett is the best way I could describe it. Farrah Fawcett with, like, a body. You Farrah Fawcett it, with miles. With <laughs> more. Uh, Farrah Fawcett off the used lot. Okay. The SUV model of Farrah Fawcett, if you will. All right? We'll go, we'll go about it that way. Let's bring Farrah in... Farrah Fawcett, she's a Delta 88. All right, come on. You go. <laughs> Let's bring in Fairy Lady. Let's welcome. She, we've untied her. She's coming out of the of the retard room, and here she is, in all her glory. She was banished, and she is back. Fairy Lady, welcome back into the hideout. I have some setting up to do. Thank you. Hold on. Just okay. One <laughs> setting up. Oh my goodness. She's Oops, she brought. She okay. Hold on a second. She brought um books. She brought a. So you got a little bed. Like, like she can read. You got feathers. It looks like you got. Hey, she brought a whip. Ow! Come on. What size are your boobs again? What size are those? D's? Double D's? E's. 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 Fair faucet with E's. <laughs> All right, now you were setting something up in here. You've got a little bed with mirrors. Yeah, because the fairies... Okay, this is a little teeny... Look at Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell right there. The pillows are like little cotton balls with stars. This is a miniature boombox for their night. Does she listen to the hi- Does she listen to the hideout at night? Oh, God, yes. Whenever I'm here, you know what happens, and they just get turned on. So here's... The whoa, 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 whoa. Get clean before and after. All right, now hold on a second. Whenever you're here... You know what happens and how. By the way, hi, Halloween goddess. We don't mean to ignore you. Hey, guys, but. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a friend of yours, fairy lady, right? You're going to have to talk into one microphone. A, a fairy Uzi, because if Charlotte comes back, I have a guardian fairy. This is a miniature Uzi. we got to hang it somewhere. Okay, yeah, you hang it. Yeah. There's a spot where he can, Idiot. like, shoot the... Uh, don't cuss. Don't, don't cuss, okay? But I'm, not. I'm a lady. Now, that last time you were in here, you had the evil terrorist fairy Shiloh. Just in case anything comes back, we got to have this miniature Uzi. Okay, I understand. You know what? How about we do this? Yeah, in case, uh, you know, a G.I. Joe comes in here, we can blast him. All right, let's do this right now. 
Oh, okay. Get going. You're going to need to read that off for the Wonderful. fairies. Now, I'll, I'll get all into that in just a minute. Let me set up my All right, now, I'm getting this. The fairy tale, the movie is on HBO Family right now. What? Holy Christ. All right, I'm going to put this, this fairy Uzi mm-hmm. on my microphone. Okay, it, it's going to hang right here, and it's going to protect us, sweetie. All right, well, you got to talk into the microphone, though, okay? Bateman, this is going to be, this is the Bateman. toughest producing job of you all time. You are in charge of the extinguisher. Now, sweetie, I need you to put headphones on, too, so you can hear yourself, okay? Oh, goodness, okay. Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. It's like we have a seven-year-old child in here with all the toys that we have. Now, but these aren't toys. These are gathering effects for fairies, correct? <laughs> right. All right, exactly. Dubs, what are you reading? She gave me little cards that we have to read later. Um, they can't be read on the air. I'm sorry, fairy lady, but these are not FCC compliant. Really? But they're funny. Okay, well, fair enough. Well, Mother Goose them down. Okay, well. Now, <laughs> thank you get paid for, right? Thank you for uh, giving me, uh, me my radio. Being creative. Wow. Oh, so slow down, sweetie. You okay? Are you, you seem a little anxious tonight. Easy there, Tart. I forgot how beautiful you are. As I look at you... You're just so gorgeous. You're just you're just a beautiful lady, and you got such a great heart too. How did you get involved with these fairies? Did I explain it correctly when I talked about the movie, The Fairy Tale? Is yes, that what, you did exactly? Is that the name of the movie, Fairy Tale? Yes. Yes. And, and so that's the documentary that you saw. Yes, and it inspired me. And plus, divination cards and different spiritual things that I have been going through and awakenings. Now you realize that you have to be punished. We're standing up the hideout. You understand this correctly? <laughs> she's like the uh, Aerosmith Get a Grip CD cover. That's what she's like. Okay, I understand. Dubs. Yeah. Down, boy. Oh. Oh. Dubs, Dubs oh. getting. Oh. I'm, I'm getting a little frisky over here. Dubs getting excited. With himself. <laughs> 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 yeah. Scented. Yeah. Oh. Be the monkey that you are. It's um and dubs, silly monkey you. Yeah. Um. So anyway, you're here. You're, what's that music? Let's go. Who is this? Oh wait a second now now Shiloh was the evil terrorist fairy who was here. Did you? Are you bringing these fairies into the hideout, fairy lady? Who is the Sid fairy? Is this is this a fairy that you brought in in your little bag of goodies that's sleeping on this miniature bed here on the console? Now you you have prepared notes. What is this? Are you going to read something? Yes, I knew exactly what was behind me. Oh great, Now hold on. Uh, a, yeah. uh, now, hold on a second. Now, Dubs, you can't see the, the Sid fairy, can you? No, I can, can feel him though. Can you see him, fairy lady? Do you see him, or do you just feel his presence? I feel him. I only hear him. I, it's very vague to me. I think I can smell I, him. I, I, smells I like roast beef. Him? Wait, no. That's... Arby's? Yeah. Hmm. I'm feeding strictly off of Dubs' hatred. <laughs> oh, I know. You come All right, by... You have a prepared statement. <laughs> oh, yes. All right, well, let's hear your prepared statement, then. Go ahead, sweetie. Too much punishment makes a lady rebel. My prince, yourself, please me like no other... Then left me alone to wonder. Now it's my turn to break free and take my experience and use it to my advantage. I'm letting go of any inhibitions and getting to know my sexual self. 
What? Wow. <laughs> Sexy. And you are, like, trying to ruin my party, so get the... No, yeah, don't cuss. I'm not. Now, Sid Ferry, did, did you have something that you wanted to do? I mean, why are you here? Why? Because here is Fairy Lady. She's brought in all these wonderful gifts. She gave me a gift, Dubs, that I get to open a little bit later oh, on. Oh, nice. I mean, look at this. It's beautiful. It's like in a little yeah, box. I hope uh, I hope the best gifts can come, come in small packages. Now, do you what, did you sneak in? Are you here to avenge Shiloh's death because she killed Shiloh the terrorist fairy last time? Why are you here, Sid Fairy? I know how she can make it up to the hideout. What she? I wanted to play a game of truth or dare. Truth or dare? Mm. Now, what did you have in mind? Are you okay with this? Are you, would you be willing to play truth or dare to get back into the hideout? Mm. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> I am a stronger woman for what I've been through, and I am awakening myself. How is that? How are you awake? Are we awake now? How I am I very feel, awake. I feel sleepy. The music makes me sleepy. That's why I brought the Bee Gees. <laughs> you are still dreaming about fairies. Or is this no, real? fairies are good. Are they real? Life is real. But sometimes it's an illusion, and it is a journey. No. That's why I got my cards. The journey within. Hey, how was the retard room? Was it scary, or were you entertained? Did you have fairies to keep you busy? Oh, my God. The retard room was like, I thought I was doing good, and all of a sudden, he took my apple and my brown Betty. Whoa. And they, they just, Whoa. apples and brown really Betty's. was a retard room. They're not allowed in the retard room, uh, next to the boiler room across from Bateman's basement in the hideout. All right. This is the one you wouldn't believe about. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I'm not going back. But miracle healing. What does my reading say? I'm I'm finding it. Come on, sweetie. It's radio. I know. We got time. <laughs> I'm gonna beat her over the head with a fairy wand. Go she, ahead. I she, got a new attitude, so just mess with me. Especially now, if you're a man. You hate men? Are you, oh my God. Are you ready to be a lesbian? How about no. this? How about you and uh, Halloween Goddess put on a two-girl show right now? That's, involving me. That that's a good way to get oh. that's a good way to get unbanished. Find this. He's distracting me. <laughs> I I tell you what, sweetie. I'll look for it. You move on. We, we gotta take we gotta take a commercial break. I hate to take a break, but here's what I want to do. I think we can hold off. Well, no, I gotta get a quick commercial break in. We come back. We play truth or tear. What is that? What are you ringing, sweetie? Benoit balls. Benoit balls. What does that mean? I don't even understand what that means. Is that like some... I'm making music with myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. A quick break, J Dubs. All right, let's get everything under control. Which reminds me, I've never felt a tongue ball before. All right. And... <laughs> All right, so hold on. Apparently, one of our interns got a little crazy uh, in, in the green room. All right, let's take a break. All right, we'll come back. We'll have you. We'll, you'll give me my card reading. Yes. And then you will do the truth or dare, and you will officially be back in the hideout. Is that okay with you? That's absolutely fine. All right, and I tell you what, there's probably going to be a lot more dares than truth. It's like pulling oh, retarded cool. teeth. <laughs> Let's take a break. Doug? Yeah. We'll come back. Go back down to your size. Sid, what? Sid Fairy? What do they act mean? innocent. <laughs> Look at the two retards arguing. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm in the lunchroom. Get the lettuce out of the taco you want to eat. We never been. We know you like everything but veggies. All right. Quick break. Come what back. What does that mean? We'll find You're out. A meat out. Man. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out after this. Oh yeah, I gotta talk now. I'm Tommy Bateman, hosting the Hideout Mixtape on Real Radio 104.1.
We're going to uh, get back into Fairy Lady, who is, as you can tell, is just absolutely out of her mind. But we're getting ready to play Truth or Dare with her. And uh, believe me, if you're a feminist, you want to turn this off right now. I am warning you. Anyway, that's your warning. Okay. Fine, don't turn it off. You'll regret it later. All right, let's get to the abuse. It's the Hideout with Radio 104.1. Rolling down the street. I saw this girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, got into the fairy lady is here. And she's trying to get unbanished in the hideout, if you would. She was banished to the retard room. And Sid Fairy, what is the idea you came up with for her to become un- unbanished? Fairy lady, truth or dare. All right, are you okay with this fairy lady? Are you willing to play truth or dare in the hideout so you get so you can get unlocked from the room? By the way, you brought all these wonderful toys. You even took my reading. What's my reading? You took one of my my tarot cards or my fairy cards? Fairy cards. What does it mean? What did it say? Which one did, did I pull? You act. You actually miracle healing. What does that mean, sweetie? Did you find it during the commercial break? Yes. Or were you too busy sipping on Ice House? No, I sip on Ice House. Is that where the fairy ladies live in the Ice House? <laughs> Only when it's cold. I hear ya. And they're always hot. Mm. They need to live in ice on ice. <laughs> Insert ice. Whatever. You're a real think tank, aren't you, <laughs> Oh, you know what you can do with yourself. I'm not intimidated by you. Go away. Yeah. Screw you, Sid Fairy. Cousin of Shiloh, the terrorist fairy. This card is for you. Look at the art on that. That's beautiful art. It's so it's wonderful. You got beautiful toes. Thank you. Card meaning expect a miracle. You have prayed for assistance. And it is forthcoming. Lefty's coming? Miracle will be for this bitch to shut her mouth. Hey, come on, man. Come on, Sid Fairy. What are you doing? Get a life. Find yourself. Use a good voice. Exactly. Not that weak little fairy voice. It says my voice. Oh, stop interrupting. Yes, yeah, she's giving me my reading. I'm Too rude. So sorry. I'm going to whip you in a minute. Yeah, she's giving her reading. That's, uh, it's Clifford the Big Red Dog. I love this one. <laughs> you ready to play Truth or Dare with Sid Fairy? So that you can finally be unbanished? Yes, let's go ahead and do that. All right, I think I need you to stand up, though, okay? But I'm comfortable. I know you are, <laughs> sweetie, but why don't you stand up? This isn't about why you Why do being... I got to stand? This isn't about you being comfortable, by the way, cutie. This is about you finally getting out of the retard room, so stand All right, up. fine. All right, Sid Fairy. All right, genius, you know how to play this game? Yeah, do you know how to play truth or dare, fairy lady? Do you understand how this works? You either... Tell the truth or you lie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I guess that's, that's the one. not even the name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Truth, right. truth or dare with the fairy lady, hosted by Sid Fairy. Um, all right, how does the game work? Go ahead, Sid Fairy. All right, this may be the hardest question you've ever been asked, but truth or dare? <laughs> <laughs> Which one, truth or dare, for, uh, fairy lady? You got You got to accomplish. Truth. You got to get three of these, okay? All right, truth. You got to get four. All right, truth. What is it? Are your breasts real or fake? Real. Now, hold on a second. Truth. How old? How how old are you? Forty-one. You're forty-one. Now, the way your boobs act, they act as if they would be fake because they're a they're little buoyant. They're a little too perky for uh, what I would believe a forty-one-year-old lady should be. Is, would you be willing to prove? Because here's the thing, you could be lying to us. Would you be willing to prove that they're real? Sure, but that would be a dare. No, you got to prove it, because you think you're lying. That was the truth. Next question. I don't think you're telling the truth. Prove it. 
now. It says in a brain teaser. Corolla, <laughs> Corolla, get over here. Allow Corolla to... Corolla, have you ever felt uh, real and fake? Have you done this before? Yeah. All right, so I need you to prove whether or not these are real. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, man? All right, get off. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> he's almost done. Let him finish. <laughs> what do you think? Were those real or were they fake? I don't have enough data. Ah, uh, come on. There you go. All right, Mantan, 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 you get over. Let Mantan. Can Mantan see? Who's that? Mantan, back in the back, your friend, your old friend from last time. Oh, Mr. Fairfax. Yeah, Fairfax. Change his name. Yes. He's now remembers them. some of this stuff. <laughs> she's, like, she's Rain Man. Yeah. All right, Mantan, because I, I, I guarantee if I drop a bunch of toothpicks on the ground, she'll be able to tell me exactly how many are there. Um, are they real or fake, Mantan? I, I like to drive a car. I like fair. I'm, I'm a good driver. I like fair. I can tell just by looking real. Those are real. All right, so you told the truth. Congratulations, you've got one correct. Real stretched out. All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right, next question. It's going to be similar. Truth or dare? How about a dare? All right, here we go. We're going to go with the dare this time. Okay, let Dubs give you a wedgie. <laughs> I've already got one. Can Dubs give you a wedgie? He, uh, that's the dare. Oh, my God. He's going to get close to me, sure. <laughs> wow. All right, come on over, Dubs. God, I've already got one. Uh, <laughs> as you're wearing a, a, a leopard leotard, <laughs> J-Dubs gets, you to, gets to give you a wedgie. Dubs, this. I can't give you a wedgie from the front. That might be. All right, lift up your little skirt thing that you're wearing. All right. Break the string. All right, ready? Yeah. Dubs ripped to eat the leotard. Dubs, you ripped the unitard. Oh my god. It's a good thing that I gave my brown Betty away a couple weeks ago for the first time because. I'm immune to pain. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I think I understand what that means yeah. now. Oh, I think I know what it is. Sid Ferry, are you okay? No, I've got to vomit some more. That's disgusting. All right. Let's everybody calm down. <laughs> Sweetie, you're two for two so far. Good for you, okay? Can Dubs write on your forehead? Sure. This is the dare. All right, mm-hmm. J-Dubs. Why does this all have to do with J-Dubs? Because you're in love with J-Dubs? Is that what this is? No. I only love one person, but not, okay. not like that. It's because I know Dubs will have been Please write the C word. No. Oh. I might Cake? I might find it attractive, then. And now she's... <laughs> she's... <laughs> She, yeah. uh, hey, stop touching Dubs. Stop touching Dubs. He's bald. <laughs> what? He is hairless. He's not developed. He is hairless. I want you to write ripcord on her forehead. <laughs> All right, Dubs, what did you spell out? What did, what, what did you spell out on Fairlady's uh, head? 
Uh, well, when she looks at, she probably won't be able to tell what it is when she looks at the mirror. It'll be backwards, but if you look at it, it says retard. What? You wrote retard on her forehead? <laughs> what are you doing, With man? With the sharpie. Come on. That's not nice. Oh, God. Well, you're, just, you're such a pain person. You're so undeveloped and not even... You know, <laughs> I can pretend to in your life. You are. nothing better to do than discredit everyone around you. You're, I do. You're a Neanderthal. Dude, I though. am. You're right retard on her forehead. I don't care. Did we get a picture of that? Good. Let me see it real quick. Take it. Take it. <laughs> Let me see it, Bateman. All right. You'll have to do a little photo shoot before you leave. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, guys, is going to tell you about the upcoming calendar. You have a calendar? What is Coming this? Coming out in January. What is it? I have um, some people that I've met that are putting out a calendar for me, and we're going to need a Harley for it. So I'm going to need people to come up here with Harleys to, I need some props. And what is it? We'll get into that later. Is it a fairy lady calendar? Yes. Different pictures by a... Professional wow. photographer that wants that. Can we put the pi- can we put the picture of uh, you you with retard written across your head on the front of it? Uh, maybe for you. Okay. I'll give you a little photograph. You know I've got a whole biker bar full of Harleys. Oh yeah, man, Tan, you can hook this one up. This Certainly. Is great. Look, you're making friends in the yeah, hideout, that, fairy lady. Yeah, twelve I different Harleys. Some people that believe in me. Yeah, she's looking for twelve different Harleys so that she can pose on each different bike for each month of the year. Like me. So I have somebody sponsor me for a calendar. That's beautiful. Why not do everybody a favor and pose in a coffin? <laughs> I am on the October. October, I'm going to be in a coffin, and you're going to be there right beside me. And you know what? You're going to love it because well, i got plans for you. All right, hold on a second. One more truth or dare, okay? Let's go, Sid Fairy. All right, truth or dare? Truth. Truth. Do you know Are what? you retarded? Oh, come on. That was a better line than that. Yeah, that's of course not I'm not. Funny. Fine, a new one. Why the hell are you so stupid? Stop that. Come on, Sid Fairy. I got, how about this? All I, right, you got to tell the truth. I got a truth, no, hold on. I got a truth question for you. Why do you find J-Dubs so sexy? What is it about J-Dubs? I don't find him sexy. <laughs> oh, come on. I saw the notes you were passing him that first night of the things you wanted to do. Oh, that... Oh, that was a lesson learned. That was a lesson learned because I was passing energy towards him because he was the closest thing to you. <laughs> That's not like gas, is it? <laughs> By the way, I've had such a problem with that the last few days, J-Dubs. Oh, yeah, you have. All right. Uh, Fat Fairy, you're in the hideout. Hello, Dubs. <laughs> How's it going? Hello, hello, Spaniard friend. Hello. What's up? Well... I think you should do something to get rid of the fungus in her hair. <laughs> what do you? Oh, so you have a truth or dare idea? What is this one? I'd say uh, dunk her in a toilet, topless, of course. <laughs> well, how about that? That's your final thing. We give you definitely. A... I'm not going out with you. You didn't win a date with me. That's for sure. That's right. Cut fat him fairy. off. Look at this. Fat fairy once again gets rejected. Even in the fairy world, you're a virgin. I can smell the chlorine from Sid Fairy. All right. <laughs> finish this time. Cut him off. All right, baby. You know what? Who all here? Let's bring everybody in. Let's bring Fitz in, Corolla in, uh, Chapin, everybody. Everyone who's here, Mantan. i got one more thing she can do. What's that? I'm going to do a handstand topless. I think it'll avenge Shiloh. I don't know. I, you know what? I think you've done enough. This is me personally, sweetie. 
I think you've done enough. No way. She hasn't done enough. Bateman, you're on the no side? Dubs, do you believe she's done enough to get back into the hideout? Yeah, I wrote retard on her forehead. I'm happy. All right, let's 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 ask everybody. Halloween That's Goddess? That's the first date for me. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Goddess, what do you think? Has enough been done? I think one more thing. One more thing to really, really just, just close the close it for good. Chapin, what do you think? Oh, there's never enough, man. Keep going. Car- Carola? Chapin has that thing on his table. All right. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, Herpes? One more thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Jewelry. He said it was turning green. No, <laughs> uh, oh, he has a clean tongue. Um. Uh, all right. Um. Yes, what about you, Carola? Yeah, I, one more. Absolutely. Uh, Jafter, our buddy who's hanging out? She can do one more. Fitz, what do you believe? Definitely one more. <laughs> hey, who's this guy in the corner I've never seen before? <laughs> who is that? Oh, that guy went to come in and he's on the street and asked me who I was. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Welcome into know. the hideout. Perry. Ma- Perry. Right. Perry. Man, what's going on? What do you think? I'm telling you, Fairy Lady attracts people. Ah, nothing sweeter than a love song until it's over and be realized you have nothing left. I mean, welcome back to The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 Mixtapes. I'm your host, Tommy Bateman. We will be back live on Tuesday, and I am looking forward to it because I have a huge, ginormous, gigantic announcement about uh, not only my future, but I think uh, the guys will be pretty shocked about it my uh, announcement and I'm, it's not the president thing though I gotta get cooking on that I've been a little lazy honestly but either way let's degrade some more women we have one more truth or dare from fairy lady will she do it? of course she will she's an idiot it's the hideout Real Radio 104.1 alright here we go one more truth or dare are you willing to go with a dare? a final dare to submit this? dare or dare <laughs> How about a, a dare dare? Okay. Who's that cute little voice? Just appear yourself to me right now. You can't see him? I thought, you, I thought you had magical powers. So you could see the fairies. Alright, I want you to do 25 sit-ups naked. <laughs> oh my god, no, I don't want her to be nude. You don't want them more like this. She doesn't have to be nude. You don't have to be nude, sweetie. And I don't Fine. want I don't yeah. want cardio. Just put gum in your hair. How about that? Would you be willing to put gum in your hair? Gum. That's what Sid Fairy. It's that or being nude, and you I don't. Know, the stuff you chew. <laughs> well, I wanted to play the Bee Gees because the fairies like to get with it, and I brought their bed. All right, when, when we're when we're talking about fairies and disco, I think we're getting to a gray area. <laughs> no, yeah. it's the Bee Gees. Is a very the, the new Bee Gees. And we're, and we're talking about like actual fairies with wings. Yeah. That's what I hope we're talking about. I, I thought so oh, all the time, too. Wait. Tonight when you sleep, just wait what happens to you. You're giving me a fairy what? migraine. <laughs> I got a headache, too. <laughs> all right. Um, would you? Be, can we put gum in your hair? Sure. Is that the, <laughs> is that the final thing we can do? What do you want to do? And Good do it to Bee Gees music. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Put in the Bee Gees. I got gum. Who wants to chew the gum? Who? Anybody want to step up and chew the gum? You don't mind putting gum in your hideout? I don't care. Just can I get the Bee Gees all over here? Get the sugar out of it so it doesn't get sticky. Um, where's the Bee Gees CD? Where'd that go? Oh, here I have here, it. Number uh, six. Number six. Is it clean? Of course it is. It's Bee Gees. What are, you, <laughs> the Bee Gees. what are you thinking? They're gonna go off with the MFers? Bee Gees cause? Well, my favorite is Bee 
All right, Sid Fairy, you're getting tired. <laughs> I can tell. All right, what number? Six? Right. Yeah, five or six. All right, how about you chew the gum? Because that's the best. It's almost self-punishment. You chew the gum, and you have to put it in your own beautiful blonde hair. You fair-faucet it with E-lookalikes, with E's. You willing to do that? All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's a sexy song, and as she stuffs the gum in her mouth, she's ready for a dance. All right, hey, don't put on a show. There are too many people here. They don't deserve the show. I just want you to dance beautifully and classy. Okay, that's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, sweet. Thanks. Hey, come on. No wonder this music died. Put the gum. Now put the gum in your hair. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a big clump of your hair and put it in your mouth. And roll it around. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, now, here's the thing. Dubs gets to rip it out. No, I don't want to. I want her to fall asleep with it and forget it's in there. Can we cut it out now and we can keep your fairy yeah, hair? I cut my hair. So you, how are you going to get it out Let's then? Let's get a picture of it first. All right, peanut, yeah. peanut butter. All right, and it'll come right out? And I... Sweetie, congratulations... You have officially been let out of the retard room. Yeah! Thank you. Did you open your gifts? And be gone, Sid Fairy, be gone! Rawr, rawr. Sid Fairy out! You right. can open your gift. 5,000, Sid Fairy. All right, this is a little gift for me. It's not a little bomb, is it? Uh-oh. <laughs> Bateman, I need you to open this for me. It's a very small package. It's got it a bow on it. Like, it looks like an eight ball. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a condom. Well you <laughs> It's a condom. What why is this what is this a gift from it, it's like multiple condoms scrunched up and these are Durex condoms and they're they're pink and they're orange. Yeah, they look safe. Is this you professing your love to me? Is that what your supply for you, isn't it? Hey, you guess. <laughs> Thank you, Chapter. Alright. Do what? Thank you for letting me come back to your show. You're crying on your knees, sweetie. <laughs> It'd be so hot if I just punched you in the back of the hideout. <laughs> Baby, you're welcome. Welcome back into the hideout. The right. 14th, once again, is Fairy Lady Day. Woo! Hey! <laughs> she tried to grope me. Woo! No, I didn't. I slept oh. on my way back up. Vampire, you're in the hideout. Good. She's there saying that uh, Dubs is underdeveloped. Meanwhile, from man pants <laughs> description, her boobs look like two tube socks filled with... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, AOL for broadband, you're in the hideout. Yes, I would like to ask a question of the fairy council. Yes. <laughs> Why is my hair longer than my wet hammer? All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, there it is. Congratulations. Fairy lady, you are beautiful. This gum's stuck in your hair. Okay. How does it feel to be let out of the retard room? Does it feel good? Yes, I feel a certain amount of liberation. Are we going to see you a month, a month <laughs> from now? I have a release. You do? I feel released. We'll see you a month from now? You don't even know what I'm going through, though. What? You can ask me personally what I'm going through. Wait, that's what we're going to do next time. You're that's in. what we're doing next time. I know you're going through a whole growing thing, and you're really finding and yourself. My body is feeling it now. I've been dumped. You were and dumped? my body's coming alive. You were dumped? Yeah. Who was stupid a enough punishment. to dump you? 
Next. I'm not going to talk about that person, but my body is coming alive. I tell you what. I can feel now. Their brain's dying. A, a it's month, funny how that works, I can huh? feel. A month from now, we're going to learn all about this in the next Fairy Lady Day. Let's hear it for Fairy Lady! <laughs> I feel like I just watched an hour's worth of Slap Happy. <laughs> and that's the hideout. All right, it is the Hideout Mixtape Real Radio 104.1. I am the host for today, Tommy Bateman, producer, director, star of the show, as I like to say. Uh, coming up next, we have a segment that's simply called Dubs Was a Racist Child. Could it be Dubs from Fallowville, Michigan? Hmm, let's find out now. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Talking about Dubs' childhood, so somehow it got into uh, childhood racist stories. I don't think it's racist stories. I mean, I think if a kid was sitting there and said, Hey, Mom, look, and then the N-bomb came out, then there might be a racist problem there. But if they... You pointed and well, called a black person E.T. It wasn't said with hate. No. It actually said with much joy. I was very happy to see E.T. So you thought. Yeah. Ladies, in the first in the hideout. Nadine, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Yes, hello. What do you got, Nadine? Okay, when my granddaughter was about two to three years old, she called um, them chocolate babies, and she certainly didn't mean anything racist by it. She just thought they were little chocolate babies. Now, that's did, what she called them. Did you, uh, did you correct her at some point? Uh, not at that point because she was too young to understand it anyway, and she has grown up to be a, a young lady who is not prejudiced and, you know, doesn't think anything of it and doesn't even remember that she called them chocolate babies. Okay, they thank were, you. She, with the, all right. With them. Now, how mad would she be if she brought a chocolate man home? Hmm. That's what I'm wondering. Grandma raised you better. John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. You know, Pepe, I just want to say how incredibly racist you are, and uh, you uh, saying E.T. as a child to that black man is just disgusting. I didn't do that. That was J-Dobbs. No, Dobbs is a good, good man. Um, you're just a jackass, and you're always racist, and I'm quite sick of it, and it shows that you were born racist as a child. No, I was not. That wasn't me. Just just because you're white doesn't mean you have I'm not wh- I'm still. Latina. But beat it. No. What the hell? How are you? Bush doesn't care about black people. How are you Teflon? What do you mean? You, you're the one that told the story, and somehow it gets on me that I said it. What story? The story you talked about? That was oh, you! Hmm. I don't remember that. <laughs> Matt, you're awful. What did he say? <laughs> I'll read it to you, but I'm reading it in protest. Matt Albert says when he was five, he pointed at a Latino person, said, hey, mommy, it's an alien. And she said, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. That's <laughs> so wrong. That's <laughs> really, really wrong. All right. Turn your mic off. I'm sorry. Turn your mic off. Again, I read that under protest. I laughed at it for comedy. That's funny. He's still in there laughing. Listen to him. <laughs> it was a little spin on Dubs's. Um, Lynn, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Lynn? Turn your radio down. Go ahead. All right. Hey. Hey, J-Dogs. Yeah. 
you you were brought brought up in uh, Brighton, Michigan, right? I was born there, yes. Yeah, all right. Well, I was born up in Livonia. You know where that is? I sure do. Yep. All right. Did your parents teach you to call black people black people or the N word? Yeah. Now, what what did your mama see? What did you like? Dad I, teach? Like I told you, I've never heard my dad drop the N bomb until three weeks ago when I went home. Oh, really? Yeah, I never heard him use it before. Hmm. Now, maybe you didn't remember when he used it when you were growing up. Well, I mean, I would remember sometime mm-hmm. in that span. I, I wouldn't remember, like, five or below, but I would remember sometime when I'm growing up it being used. And the other thing about where you grew up, too, there just weren't a lot of black people. No. There was, like, in my high school, there were none. Not one. All right, hold on a second. Number nine has a question for you. What's up, mm-hmm. number nine? Uh, yeah. I was wondering, in uh, Mexico, where Jefe's from, did they even show E.T.? What? The, what? That wasn't my story. That was Dubs's story. I I don't know. You have to ask Jefe. He's the one who somehow watched E.T. And I remember watching E.T. as a child. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad. I remember being scared by it. I did not like E.T. What? When you were in the Walmart? Or, no, uh, when I was in the movie theater. Oh, okay. In the mo- and that was no. It was your story. How is this getting turned around on me? Amy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Amy? Well, all these stories are reminding me of something that happened to me. I was about 12 years old, and I was a ballet dance student. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have the ladies' dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sitting there putting up my hair. Now I am. I'm Hispanic. I have black hair, dark brown hair. And I'm fixing my hair, and a red-headed woman came in and proceeded to change her clothes. Well, when she changed her clothes, she turned around, and towards the mirror, I saw her private hair. Well, her private hair was red, and it freaked me out because <laughs> I was, you know, 12 years old, not understanding. And so I sort of stared for what seemed to be an eternity, but it really wasn't. And I picked up all my things, and I ran out freaking out because I had never seen red hair. And then This is the hottest story ever. I know. And then it turns out that I used to, like, for about a few months after that, see a blonde girl and wonder, was it blonde? You know? I still do. Now, I still it, wonder. You know. I still wonder if everything matches. <laughs> That's yeah. I have the mind of a child. Yeah. So we're we're still on your level when you were twelve, <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. Chunks, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, <laughs> you gonna try to do a bit? Yeah. Go ahead. go ahead. Hold on. Let's start over. Okay. okay. I, start from the beginning. What name do you want to go by? I don't know. Pick one. Usually, uh, you know. Here's how Putin put it up. Chunk's doing a voice. <laughs> that's what he told me. I said, "That's how you want to go up." He said, "Yeah." No, he's lying. All right, hold on. Let's... He wrecked it. Now it's pointless. Hold on. Hold no, on. I, I want to know where this is going. Hold on. Um. I really need a name that I should go to you. Yeah, too. tell us the game, name. A pissed off caller. All right, all right, hold on. Alex Venezia, you're in the hideout. Hey, yo, FA, what? Why you gotta make? Why you gotta, why you gotta make those ET shots? Damn it! I can't now. My karma's thrown off. Your karma? Yeah. 
I hate you guys. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Hard. Mm, I don't know what that was about. Was alias Chunks. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't me because I'm talking on the microphone right now. And that last person was definitely on a phone. <laughs> And I am in here, the booth. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Real quick before we go to break, Dubs mentioned his dad dropping the N-bomb several times when he was home for the first time. Here's actually a time when his dad called in. Or was it his dad? We haven't really gotten through very much of my... Well, when you're dropping bombs like your dad uh, is dropping the N-bomb while you guys are just sitting around having a brew or two... Mm Mm-hmm. And I've actually never heard him use it before. Inhibitions were lowered. So do you think because you're grown up? Yeah. I think he's ready to hear this. It's time I teach him. I'll run this up the flagpole, see if he salutes it. Yeah. And which flag? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even, Speaking of, I don't even... I don't want to know what he thinks about homosexuals. Oh. Uh. Because you never, you never find a person who hates black people who likes homosexuals. Yeah. Usually I say man. Yeah. You just know where they're going to stand pretty much on everything. <laughs> Ironically, though, you, you find a lot of people, well, no, not really. I was going to say you find the opposite for people maybe who don't like gay people but don't mind black people. No, you, I think that goes hand in hand. I think usually those people who ignorantly hate, you know, People because of their skin color do so because of their sexual preference as well. Oh, look at this. Your pops is on the phone. Oh, Jesus. For the first time, I think, ever, J-Dub's dad. Welcome into the hideout on Real Radio. Hello, Dad. How you boys doing? Uh, no, don't do the voice, Dad. <laughs> what you be talking about, son? What the hell is this? This isn't your dad. Yo, 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 Justin. How you doing? <laughs> Call me J-Dub's dad. Sorry, J-Dub, you want some watermelon? All right. Dad! That, you know what? That's not cool. That's really... I can't believe that your dad... Uh-huh. Why would you do that on this show? How you boys doing? Is this your daddy? I think yeah, so. Yeah, who you think it's going to be? Hey, that Dad. Figures. Dad, don't use that kind of language. He said figures. Oh, okay. Yeah, figures. Figures. One of them would think I said that. What? Uh, you know what? I, d- d- Are you the bigger one? All right, beat it. It's the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. I am the host tonight, Tommy Bateman. And if you want to meet the host of the Hideout, well, all you have to do is tomorrow from 2 to 4, go to Fandom Fireworks in Daytona Beach and meet El Jefe. Get what you need to light up your New Year's Eve and win some Real Radio prizes from El Jefe's prize stash. Hmm. Give any uh, money in there for me, Jefe. Please. For the love of God, dine here. I bet your co-host at the Dove would give me some money. Speaking of that, this is the Google Dolls name, and I'm playing this because we had Kathy Griffin on our show one time, and uh, she was sucked. But later, she ended up talking about the hideout on uh, her crappy TV show, and uh, it completely got everyone's name wrong. It's the hideout. Mixtape, Real Radio, 104.1. I was thinking about this for a second. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Kathy Griffin, I guess, mentioned us on her radio or on her uh, television show on Bravo yesterday, talking about how she's D-list and she's got to do stupid radio shows hosted by guys named El Jefe and Dove, apparently. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should change our radio names. <laughs> I was thinking that during the break. Are our names uh, holding us back? Is that it? 
I don't know. I don't. I can't say that we were being held back because we worked at WJFK in DC and we're now here yeah. at Real Radio, yeah. which is a great station. I don't think it's holding us back. I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised it uh it hasn't held us back. But now, Kathy Griffin Griffith Griffith, Andy Griffith whatever. I called the other dude that Andy Dick hangs out with. Right. <laughs> I don't hate on her. I'm not. But here's the thing. She's talking about how awful her life is and how D-list she is. That she she has to talk to us. That she has to talk to a whole bunch of, like, uh, in her words, probably crappy radio shows. And of all, she mentions our names. (laughs) Are our names that stupid? I think so. El Jefe and J-Dubs? Just call me Justin from now on. Or Jay. Why can't it just be Jay? Why do I have to have the dubs on there? All right, my name, my real name, Alejandro. I'm going to go by Dro. It's the Dro and Justin show. I, I think that could work for you because it's pretty close to Mo. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. D-R-O. Dro. Mo. Produced. Featuring, featuring Alex Venezia, which I'm uh, excited about. I like that. Dro and Dove. No, Jay. Just Jay. And honestly, it makes more sense if you're first. Jay, Jay and Dro? Jay and Dro show. I like that now. Now I'm sold. Gay and Mo show. Great. Yeah, boy. <laughs> well, it's not like we haven't heard El Homo and Gay Scrubs. It's like naming a, your fat kid Matt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fat Matt. <laughs> Matt Albert. Black Matt. That's the one I liked. Yeah, Dubs. I don't know, man. Maybe we should do something. Maybe we Just change. call me Jay now. Whenever anybody, uh, you know, we can leave the T-shirts and the hats that are coming or whatever. We keep those the same, but just call me Jay. No more dubs. I'm dropping the dubs. I'm like P. Diddy. Now it's only Diddy. I, I, but we don't have the worst radio names. There's actually a couple guys who call themselves uh, Free Beer and Wings. Really? Although when Dubs and I are trying to come up with a name in D.C. for the show, Dubs actually proposed 40 and Chicken Wings. Let's call the show 40s and Chicken Wings. But that wasn't going to be our names. You know, it'd be awful names. Hmm. Big on Dukes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yuck. Oh. That's just hack. <laughs> Might as well flush us. <laughs> Two turds in the radio world. I four zero seven nine one six. Somehow they floated. Oh boy. <laughs> Triple eight nine seven eight well four one. Like a bunch of donkeys. Uh, it's uh, Jay and Dro in the hideout. I'm liking it. The new name. Get uh, Brown and Stone on the phone. Yeah. Let them know we've made a switch. Call Brown. I no Stone. Call Stony up. Yeah. I don't think he likes me, so. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, we took a poll. You're liked uh, by no one, including oh. Donkey Lips. People say they would like him if they knew him. Mm-hmm. David, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Oh, that thing, you wetback. See, listen, to <laughs> that's twice Dro. now. And Dro's it's... a wetback. No, Dro should go back no! to Mexico. No, no, what the hell? I'm teaching him the new name. I understand. No, you don't. Wow, you've had twice. You've been had twice, Donkey Lips. You're the new hooch. <laughs> Oh, my God. Instead, you're now called douche. No. <laughs> nah, that might be too close to douche, Is Chill. Is Putin big O, then? 
You know, I, I said something yesterday, and I'm surprised that we never picked up on it, calling the two of them pooch, uh, Putin and Hooch. <laughs> I actually did it by accident. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Roll hey, Radio. what's up, guys? What up, buddy? <clears throat> hey, I don't think it's uh, your names that are holding your back. It's probably because you keep telling everybody you're Mexican. Okay, come <laughs> on. What the? What is this? I don't know. It's terrible. And if it went by Dro, I'd uh, just tell everybody I was black. <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember when you tried to tell everyone you were half black back in D.C.? Yeah. I do that occasionally. And no one believed you. Oh, yeah, I decided I'm going to do a new bit. I'm going to tell everybody I'm half black. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to do that now. All right. Those of you listening right now, you're in on the bit. I'm half black. From henceforth. Nah, it's because half isn't believable. I'm a quarter. My my dad's uh, mom, from now on, black, quarter black, dro. John, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, John? John. Yeah. What do you got, buddy? Hey, I uh, just wanted to call in about that guy who asked about the beer special. It's uh, Bud and Bud Light only, 20-pack bottles at any store this weekend only, $7. Wow, what's going on? What? Wow, goddamn! Clearing some inventory, aren't they, Dro? Who? Dro, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. I'm so used to half a. You go by Doctor Dro. <laughs> I'm liking it. I come rolling into a ain't nothing but hey, a G thing. No, but if you're a doctor, then we can talk about taint. <laughs> you're right. Then we can take sex calls yeah. from thirteen year olds, and there's no problem with it. I thought we already did. Occasionally. <laughs> I've seen That's on my phones. cell phone. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Row Radio. Jay and Dro, 104.1. We ain't Mo. Hey! Yeah! We're rocking in the Hideout. This is the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. I am Tommy Bateman, and we will be back live on Tuesday, and I will have a ginormous announcement. I'm already getting uh, hounded on my instant messenger, Bateman's Hideout. What's the big announcement? I can't tell you. Listen Tuesday. FA and Dubs don't even know about it. Not even not even Matt Albert. But if you want to, you know, see if FA does know anything, you can see him tomorrow at Phantom Fireworks in Daytona Beach. And that is on 1226 South Atlantic in Daytona Beach. Phone number 386-238-7724. And I'll be there tomorrow between 2 and 4. Maybe I'll come out there. Nah, I don't feel like driving. Eh, maybe I'll be there. All right, coming up next we have The Rocker. Oh, 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 yeah! This was a website that was up with therocker.com. It was some crazy lunatic guy singing... Like karaoke, but there is no music, and he was just out of his mind. And we interviewed the guy who found these tapes, and he became and made the rocker, the internet legend he is. Unlike Brian Pepper's Who's Real. It's the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. Your game says play me. It takes you on a level, but it beats you every time. On a one-on-one, feeling running down your spine. Nothing gonna save you one last dime cost it owns you. Through and through. The data bank knows my number. 
It says I gotta pay cause I made the grade last year. I feel it when I turn the screen. It gets you around the world, there ain't nothing that it can't do. Dare you? Who made who? Who made you? Who made who? Ain't nobody told ya who made who? Who made you? If you made them and they made you, who picked up the bill and who turned the screw? Ain't nobody told you that who made who? <laughs> yeah, who turned the screw? Right, welcome back into the hideout. Rub Radio 104.1. 407 right, so the website is therocker.com. That's R A W K E R. I love ACDC. I really am a big fan of ACDC. Most AC. of the songs sound the same, though. I don't care, though. I like a band that knows what their bit is. Yeah. All right. Apparently, we're not talking to the rocker. Oh, really? We're talking to the web guy. Oh, and actually, now, here's the thing. I noticed this earlier when I went to the uh, frequently, frequently Asked Questions. But I didn't say anything because we were actually in the middle of a discussion. What's the story behind the site? Who's the rocker? And he goes, everything I know is posted on the front page. I can't tell you any more on the down low because he doesn't know anything else. All right, let's actually talk to Joe. Joe, you there? Hey, I'm here. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not to be so yeah, disa- not to be so disappointed, but you know, we were expecting the rocker. Not, but I still love the website regardless. Right. I, what's the story on this, man? Yeah, like, how'd you get this stuff going? It was complete serendipity. Um, I walked into the music store that I always go into, and I saw this big stack of video cassettes. And we're <laughs> talking VHS. It's 2005, and so I'm kind of blown away. And the guys in the store just started cracking up, describing the guy that brought the tapes in and all the things that he said. And apparently he had taped a flyer underneath these cassettes, and it got ripped off at some point. So now you just have this mountain of cassettes and no information except for a piece of masking tape that says Rock Singer Audition. I mean, you knew you had to take it home. Right? Oh, oh my God. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. so you get it and you put it into your computer. And you just heard what I heard. <laughs> how, much, how hard were you laughing when you were loading all this stuff into your computer? I mean... I, I, I couldn't laugh. I was completely speechless. I couldn't do anything but watch this guy. I... Because I'm telling you guys, this is one of the... Matt Albert sent this to me, I think, uh, about a week and a half ago. And he goes, you got to see this. And so I'm looking at it, and I immediately forward it to Tommy, our producer, and say, book this guy. Because it is the funniest thing that I've seen in a very, very long time. This is probably the funniest thing since the uh, the, the fat kid that was doing the... Uh, the Star Wars? The Star Wars yeah. kid. Star Wars kid. Right. Um, all right, so you're very secretive, too, about what you got going on, right there, Joe? Well, I mean, if you really look at it, I don't know the guy. Uh, you know, the guys in the store, they're looking him up. They're trying to find this guy because apparently he's a customer, too. Um, but until that point, you know, he has no idea he's on the Internet. <laughs> so <laughs> That's awesome. 
mean, so you he, get where I'm coming from, no, right? I, I completely but understand. You know he lives in the area because that's where the tape popped up. He asked right. me in the area. Uh, you guys got to go to this website. It's therocker, R-A-W-K-E-R dot com. What? And let me see if I can... Dubs, you were using a specific person to say that's who he looks like. Uh, yeah, Marty Gennetti? All right, Marty Gennetti. Marty Janetti. <laughs> with blonde hair, though. Like, Marty Janetti for you, son in. Talking he, about The Rocker, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> um, but he's shirtless. And he, what, what's, what's the hat? What is the hat that he's wearing? I couldn't tell. I was trying to find out what was on that hat. But, I mean, the hat and the mullet and the no shirt and the, and the dirt tan, all that stuff pales in comparison to that window balance with no window. <laughs> You're so... Dude, because he's, he's in his, like, living room. And so the, the legend of the rocker is that this was an audition tape for him to join a band? Yeah, he actually came from a band when he dropped that tape off. Um, here's the best part of the whole story. He was in a local band around here somewhere. And uh, I'm in Atlanta. I can say that much, at least. Okay, very cool. Um, he was He's in a local band, just a throw-together gig, and he did some bar gigs and those kinds of things. And it was just some guys with guitars and, and a drum kit, and they finally got up enough money to buy some monitors. Now, you guys being, you know, the rock radio guys, you know right. what monitors are. Yeah. And you know how important it is to hear yourself when you're singing and playing. Well, they didn't have any until that point. They went out and played a gig that night, and they heard the guy singing. I mean, the band finally heard what this guy sounded like. <laughs> And they fired him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not kidding. All right, we're talking to Joe. I think we found the new Bigfoot. Y- yeah. This guy is, like, you know, Nessie. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, TheRocker.com, R-A-W-K-E-R.com. How many hits have you gotten on this thing? Oh, man, as of today, we're at about 350000 and wow. it's only been up a week. Yeah, it's going to blow up. Oh, wow. Because I know, I mean, everybody's hopping on board this thing. The best thing was in one of the videos, as I was recording this song to a, a music CD, at the end, he, like, gets this big attitude, like, yeah, I'm a badass, and just, like, drops the mic and walks out of the frame. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, got, I got a little inside information for you guys and your listeners. Uh-huh. That's not even the best part of the whole tape. What's... Um, one of the videos, and I won't say which one, because it's the absolute best cover you've ever heard of the best song in history. He walks up to the camera mid-song and knocks it over. <laughs> like he's pissed off? Like he's a rock star? No, no. Like he accidentally he was so positive. <laughs> he knocks it over. And he's like, he curses a little, and it's the funniest thing you've ever heard in your whole life. It's like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? That's exactly what it is, but with rock and roll. That is so yeah. what it is. Oh, man. Might as well be eating the steak in there too. And you're <laughs> and you're so right on about the uh, the window topping with no window, whatever it is. <laughs> the balance. Yeah, the balance. It's just on a wall. And then but I gotta say, I mean, as funny as this guy is, his heart and his guts are unbelievable. I mean, it takes a lot of stones to go into a music store with twenty video cassettes of yourself singing with no music whatsoever. Without a shirt and I, put it out there. I play I mean, play a little bit of it. We're talking to Joe, who's the web designer for therocker.com. R A W K E R. I'm gonna give you my love. I'm gonna give you my love. Oh, want a whole lot of love? Want a whole lot of love? The amazing thing is, want a whole lot of love? He doesn't have any music behind him, and he's still stopping. You've been 
Yeah, what is that? Have you figured that out at all? Is he listening well, to anything? or? I, I cranked it all the way up, and you can you have to thank me for my, my ability to put up with that. Um, <laughs> I cranked it all the way up. He has a little bit of music playing in the background. Okay, so he can a hear little a little bit. And I love how he like he'll look down while the music is supposed to be yeah, playing, like he's an actual lead singer. He's just waiting for uh, Jimmy Page to finish up a solo or something. Seriously, yeah. And one of them, he's actually I guess it was the last one we heard. He was actually like reading lyrics at one point. Mm. Yeah, he read them off an index card. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there is something. It looks like he's looking at something like it's a teleprompter. But he's just staring right into that camera. <laughs> I just wish I knew his workout routine. I love how the new thing is rock. R-A-W-K. That's genius, Joe. I'm liking that. Yeah, uh, I was I was genuinely surprised that that domain name wasn't taken. Right. I'm just lucky, I guess. <laughs> You're a lucky dude. This is, now, you got a whole bunch of other websites you can't even really talk about, but this is kind of yeah. what you do. You, you have to know how heartbreaking it is to get this kind of coverage and not be able to talk about the other stuff you do. But, uh, um. I mean, the truth is it's not about me. It's about him. the rocker. It's about the rock. It's about the legend. Just the guy delivering the stone tablets. It's not about you know. <laughs> yeah, you're Moses. Um, <laughs> the commandments, man. It's, those are the important things. So what's the next step then for the rocker.com? Obviously, you got to try to, I guess, track the guy down. But yeah, I mean, that's my whole goal in life right now surrounds finding this guy. I'm talking to him, and I'm telling you what, so. be careful with that because he's going to find out he's on the internet. You don't know how he's going to react. You don't know if he's going to yeah. want money. You know, you know what I think he. I think he's just. I. I think he just wants a gig. Those rednecks, man, they'll sue you over anything. I think he wants well, a gig. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly feel like this guy. He's all about the rock. Man. He <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's all. He's all rock and roll, man. You, you don't feel <laughs> rock and roll, or you don't go suing. How, how, and, how long? How long ago did you find the VHS tapes? Uh, it was just a few months ago. I finally got around to getting them encoded and everything. That's why it's kind of been difficult finding this guy. Here's why I think you're a genius, Joe, because you know comedy. You saw this thing, and you're like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. People will love this. i got to share it, and uh, I'm loving it. Well, hey, we have the links thing up on realradio.fm finally. we got to put up a links uh, ASAP to the rocker.com. R-A-W-K-E-R. Well, we appreciate you hopping in and talking to us. We wanted to talk to the Brocker, but I actually am now even more fascinated because of the backstory. Yeah. Joe, can this you... This is great. Will you obviously let us know as soon as you find this cat or anything? Oh, yeah, the second I find out, I'll let you guys know and, and fill you in on all the details. All right, nice. buddy. We appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All right. Later, man. <laughs> I was disappointed before I heard the story. I thought he was like, like the Rocker... Felt too big to go on the show. He kind of pulled a Kathy on us or something. Right. But now, the rocker's just an enigma. And now I understand why he was being so secretive, because I, I bet he's with the lawsuit angle. But I'm telling you, this guy, the, the He's rocker, not making any money off of it, though. Well, and the rocker, too. Yeah. This guy, he's about rock and roll. Listen to him. He wants a gig. Back in 1955. Man didn't know about a rock and roll show and all that jive. The white man had the smokes, the black man had the blues. <laughs> Nobody knew what he was going to do, but Chikoski had the news. He said, let there be sound. And now assistant hideout news there director. There was sound. The rocker. Let there be lights. And there was lights. Let there be drums. And there was drums. Let there be guitar, <laughs> and there was guitar. Ow! Let there be rock! <laughs> <laughs> this is the 
great. Uh, Tommy, is there any way you can get a link up like now? It came to pass. Rock and was born. All across the land, there's a rockin' band was blowing up a storm. And the businessman got famous. The guitar man got rich. And you never had father was a superstar with a seven-year age. You gotta <laughs> see the videos. It's, it's, it's funny with the audio, but the video just makes it. You know what? We should send everybody who was looking for that girl in Aruba to go over to Atlanta and find this guy. Call him the area. Light. Call him the National Guard. We gotta find the rocker. Drums, guitar, <laughs> guitar. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. It was great about the rocker is that he is famous and he doesn't even know. Yeah. One night in Whoa. the club, <laughs> shaking hands. There was a 32 decibel rocking band, <laughs> and the music was good and the music was loud. And the singer turned and he said to the crowd, Let the be right! <laughs> Take a break, we'll come back. It's the, it's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. And the singer turned and he said to the crowd, you're listening to the Hideout Mixtape Real Radio 104.1. I am the host for tonight, Tommy Bateman, producer, director, star of the show. Uh, I hope Hefe's not listening or dubs. Uh, you can see Hefe tomorrow from 2 to 4 p.m. at Fandom Fireworks in Daytona Beach. He'll be out there giving out some prizes, and hopefully he'll give you some money to give to me, because I need it. And uh, anyway, after that last segment, you thought you heard bad singing then with The Rocker? I have bad news. It's about to get worse, because Chunks does his impression of The Rocker to Kelly Clarkson. You guys keep calling this Rocker like a loser and shot jocking and everything, but I think that Chunks is a little bit worse than him, and that he should prove himself that he's better and try to, like, sing some of these lyrics. Uh, you know, here's what I'd rather do. I want the lyrics printed out for Chunks' favorite song, Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone. We'll make a video of that and post it and see yes. if we can rival? Yes. And I want it the same way where there's no music. It's just him singing the lyrics since you've been gone. You can have the music very low, just like the rocker did, so you can keep on uh, point of where uh, the bridge is and everything and the guitar solos. Right, and here's what I, I want you to do it in front of like the real radio or even the hideout logo, mm-hmm. and we'll post it on the Internet, and we'll see if we can make our own version of the rocker. That is genius. <laughs> I want that done tonight. <laughs> can we get a video camera up here? Who has a video camera? Who knows how to post stuff online? I need this done immediately. I will be focusing on this for the next two and a half hours. I got tickets. I got Foo Fighter tickets. I got 311 tickets. I got Papa Roach tickets. All you got to do is bring a video camera up here. And let us film Chunks singing Kelly Clarkson. Where's this Kelly Clarkson song? Do we have it? Oh, we always have it. All right, Chunks is going to get it, Tommy. 407-916-1041. 407-916-1041. 888 
And you need to put a lot of... I want you going out like the rocker did. Oh, no problem with this song. No shirt, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to do it the same way, too. Shirtless with a hat on. Thanks, I think for Deuce Chill Karaoke, we should have him reenact the rocker as well. Maybe we do that. You know what? There's actually a... Tomorrow night will be the first Deuce Chill Karaoke. I've got a song ready. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh... Chunks, Darone, Putin when he comes back, and uh, Donkey Lips each do a song. We post all of them. And we see who is liked to the most. Yeah. I got to do the Chunks one tonight, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to you. I can breathe. <laughs> you don't need another lyric. Not yet. You need to put them up. That'd you be gay. You got to learn. You got to learn. All right. Matt Albert says his sister did a makeover of him when he was six. <laughs> Put him in a red dress and a wig and pumps. Ooh, Kool-Aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. He said he looked like a Cabbage Patch doll. All right, hold on a second. Ryan, are you there? Hey, guys, how's it going? What do you got, buddy? Hey, uh, I was just curious what you needed to uh, to make this happen. I've, uh, I'm a web developer. I own a couple servers that are sitting on the on the net out there, so... Uh, I can uh, I can bring down a camera and digitize it and get it up there for the whole world to uh, humiliate. I mean, uh, see. All right, here. Yeah, right. All right, here's what we need, Ryan. Uh, the, the video camera and the encoding, and then we'll put it up on the website realradio.fm, and we'll okay. give you credit and we'll give you whatever concert tickets you got. Can you sure. can you come up here tonight to do it? I'm uh, I'm heading back to my place now. I just need uh, some time to grab that in the charger and make sure that uh, that I've got a tape in it. It's Perfect. done. Perfect, because we got two and a half hours still. Chunks, you need to print out the lyrics and start practicing just immediately. Read them, read them over and over and over again. All right, okay? Ryan, we'll see you in a few, buddy. Well, hey, cool. what, what? So we don't give away. We got the 311. We got Papa Roach. We got the Foo Fighters and Weezer. What do you want? Less than Jake? Man, um... I'm going to Papa Roach and the Foo Fighters. I, yeah, I'd probably do. Uh, I'd probably do uh, Papa Roach. All right, that's this Saturday night. Then you cool with that? Very cool. All right, you're a winner. We'll see you when you get here, buddy. Pre- appreciate it. All right, Ryan. appreciate you. When's that a uh, Weezer concert? Uh, September 11th. Where's it at? Uh, uh, Tampa. Tampa. Can you get me tickets? No, I scored me tickets and nobody else. <sighs> Sorry. Actually, while we're giving credit here, I scored you tickets. Yeah, thank you, dude. Can you score me some tickets? No. no. Because I'll be there, and I don't want you there. Can I win them somehow? By the way, the link is up on uh, realradio.fm, the hideout portion, and links. We have a link to UFO Phil and also to The Rocker. Mike, you're in the hideout <laughs> on Real Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going? What up, dude? All right, uh, me and my roommate own a website, and we're willing to videotape chunks and make a whole music video out of it. He's the only thing we just had How about some... this? What? Another pair of tickets. And, uh... Donkey Lips is the next one. We're doing we're doing double shoots. All right, here we uh, go. Mike, hold on a second. We're going to get your phone number, okay? All right, no problem. All right. We're doing two shoots tonight. One, uh, We have two banners. We do one back here, one back there. we got two uh, music videos going on. All right, out. so tell them to get up here immediately then. Ask them what tickets they want. The uh, Papa Roach is already gone. you got to decide on a song, Donkey Lips. Maybe we should pick it for him. No, I'll let him do something yeah. he really likes. Because that's the point. The rocker loved what he did. Yeah, you have to have... Uh, conviction and feeling for it. Kev Mathers says, if it is an issue, Chunks can read the lyrics on an index card like yeah. the rocker did. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too, definitely. But we got to set it up so that he can hear the music, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't come doesn't through translate. on the video. Yeah. That shouldn't be a problem. Oh, dude, I'm so excited about this. RealRadio.fm. It's where all the magic's going to happen. This guy, the rocker's an inspiration. I don't think he's real, just like Jesus, yet he inspires. <laughs> 
I believe. I do now. Chunks, you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, so you're going to sing? I don't want you to sing the whole song. All right, well, just tell me when to stop, because I get into it. Into All right. it. All right, here we go. This is what Chunks will be singing. Here's the thing. We started off as friends. It was cool, but it's all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. Imagine with no music. You dedicated. You took your time. Wasn't long till I called you mine. Yeah. Since you've been gone. And all you'd ever hear me say is how I pictured me with you. That's all I'd ever hear me say. But since you've been gone, I can't breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you, now I get what I want. Since you've been gone. Oh, this is going to be so yeah. much fun. Now. How can I put it? Oh, sorry. Nice to tool there, my favorite band. I even fell for your stupid love song. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone. I wanted a taste of your oral abilities. How come I never <laughs> hear you say, I just want to be with you. I guess you never felt that way. But since you've been gone, <laughs> I cannot breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you, how <laughs> I get, I get what I want. Since you've been gone. All right, uh, yeah, that's now. the good part. Oh, go ahead. No, you can't you know do what? that part. You can't do that part. You gotta let's let it go. Yeah. Damn it, this part's too good. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost over. Just let me finish it. All right, All right go. Finish strong. I can't breathe for the first time. I'm so moving on. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Trying to no. breathe. Oh, no, that's uh, from uh, the uh, live read <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Donculus. that's Donculus' live read. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Do you think you're gonna be able to keep moving around and you rocking? Damn, Skippy, I'm rocking on. I'm gonna rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. we gotta definitely. 
credit the rocker when we put these up. You know, mm. call it like the rocker ripoff. You, know, yeah. you don't get as many <laughs> millions if you credit him. <laughs> That's the best drop ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I was always a big fan of uh, teabagging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. <laughs> Alright, four seven nine six one oh four one uh oh triple eight nine seven eight. What's wrong? Oh damn it. That guy just IM me. He says he can't find his camcorder. Oh. Well, I'm I have serious. another one coming up. Yeah, you want me to send you the link? No, because we have that second person who called in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other aren't they coming up too? Donkey lips may be off the hook. Well no, they can just do back to back shoots. Yeah, okay. You're right. Oh man. All right. What is it? You're killing me. All right. All right. It's just, it's, now my head hurts. Wow. It's like the calm after the storm. It is. I hate you, you eighth grade whore. All right, that has nothing to do with anything. But it's true. Andy, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Oh, hey, fellas. I just want to say. (laughs) Oh, that's what that was. (laughs) Where are these? Where do you have all these drops coming from? I don't even know. From a magical place, Tyrone. Well, it's not what I from meant. the air. Woo. All right, we'll take a break. Your yeah. new queer friend, Chunks. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes. Real Radio 104.1. Hope you had a happy... Uh, Holiday, we'll just call it, and a safe, happy new year. My new year's resolution is to find Brian Peppers and bring him into the hideout. Uh, you know, most of you know we came from D.C., from, uh, I don't know, Hefe says the legendary WJFK. I think it's a piece of crap station, but except for Donna Mike in the afternoons. It's no WTKS real radio. I will say that for sure. And then this station actually has equipment that works here, which is nice. Uh, anyway, moving on. We, uh, Hefe was kind of mad one time at WJFK real recently. And, uh, we got the old program director on the phone, and, well, you'll hear what happens. Needless to say, we said great things about WJFK. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1 Hideout Mixtapes. Our old program director trying to get him on the phone. Are you upset about something, Hefe? Yeah, I am. Need hmm. something to be solved up there at WJFK. What? <laughs> Come on. Well, I found out that Mike Seeker is actually at WJFK tonight. Oops. Is he really? Yeah, that's what someone said. <laughs> Mike Seeker. By the way, I want to thank Hot Heather for coming in. Again. Hi, I'll thank her later. You ain't doing nothing. Fake. Thank her in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So I saw a chick in a porn that looked just like her. I've done that a couple times. Can I borrow it? Actually, I've done. Let me ask you that, Hot Heather. I've done that a couple times. Uh, thinking of you. Does that weird you out at all? In what context? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> wait, wait. Like sex. 
like with myself thinking of you. Um, it wasn't up until now. <laughs> and now that I'm looking at you, you lift up so I can just see your belly for a second, so I can now really have a real good. Find out what I I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. Where it would go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the bowl I got to fill. All right. It's beautiful. It is. It's, it's poetry. It, yeah. wanted, it's touching. I'll, it will be. Your leg. Okay. <laughs> I keep telling Cameron to answer. We're calling him, and he won't answer. Is he mad at us? Just tell him to pick up the phone. He goes, why are you calling? And I go, Happy wants to talk to you about something. He didn't specify. He goes, Jesus. Yeah, Come to I... watch his language. <laughs> yeah, some certain things can't be said on real radio. Well, that station. <laughs> hey, going back to this story real fast about mm-hmm. the uh, the urine in a bottle. How much is it? That was a great Christina Aguilera song. <laughs> Come on, come on in, pour me out. All right. Apparently, the place where it happened is owned by another place that happens to be the largest employer in the state of Florida. Even bigger than Disney. Wow. So, own their employee owned. So, that's why they say the story is so huge. Well, it's huge anyway, because, and here's the thing about where it happened, too, and all that. It's not the company's fault. It's one idiot. Yeah, it's one tarred that should have to pay out his ass, you know, just whatever this guy wants to compensate him drinking what he thought was Mountain Dew. And it turned out being uh, number one. Yeah. But yeah, you you don't you don't blame the company for that. That's not, I mean, I'm sure they've taken... At least give me a lime with it. I'm sure they've taken as many precautions as possible. Yeah, Putin. Well, here's the thing that I've heard is that Publix did the testing when he brought the bottle back. I mean, they took it and they tested it, but they didn't even call him back with the results two weeks later. He had to call them and try and get the uh, the results to find out what it was he had drank. And now he and some lawyer... He being the guy who did it? No, the guy that drank it. Oh, okay, the guy who drank it. Like, Publix wouldn't even call and tell him what it was. And according to the article, uh, he was getting a lawyer to sue Publix to try and get the evidence... Because they wouldn't even give him that. Well, I'll be be honest with you, that's just smart smart company. That's business. You can't really fault them. I mean, the guy guy wasn't murdered or anything. I mean, think about it, though. I mean, why do you want to hand over what could be damaging evidence? I know you have to in my uh, years watching the practice. And law and order. You have to hand over. There's something called... um, Due process. It's not due process. There's actually <laughs> somewhere they're supposed to share the evidence. I don't remember what that word is now. Evidence swapping? I should watch more TV. So I'm up on the law. But they're not all, you know what I mean? It's it's not, I'm not going to fault Publix for this. Or picks. It was just some idiot. That's like, I don't know, Clear Channel or somebody getting blamed for something stupid that Donkey Lips does. You know? But that's the kind of stuff that happens. One idiot will get a whole company in trouble. That's awful. That's why we need to fire him immediately. All right, is this Cameron? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you for the first time our former program director, Cameron Gray, current program director, operations manager of WJFK in Washington, D.C. 
Cam Daddy. Is this XL 106.7? Stop. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, it's Real Rock 1011. You're an ass. I love that station. They play all the hits. They do. They actually do. It's my favorite. Hey, dude, I got a, a I don't know how you could hear that while you're listening to your serious radio at home. <laughs> Why don't you give your own station to listen to sometime? Oh, shut up, jerk. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something, Cam. I, I got some serious business to handle with you. Yeah, we need to talk I, I syndic- this is the first time I'm on your show. We need to talk syndication while we're on the air. Yeah, I know you guys need something up at WJFK and Boy, DC do you. Badly. Hello. <laughs> no, here's my problem that I have with you. Chunks, you can't make Jew jokes to a Jew. Come on, don't do that to Cameron. God, I miss Chunks. Blame you. You want him back? <laughs> I, I, no. He'd love to run Sporting News Radio during the overnight. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. get my... Actually, what he said during the break is balloo me. Um, <laughs> balloo. Why are you it's doing show the... for three people. I know, exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey, it's Mike Zika. Get my voice <laughs> off the of WJFK. <laughs> What? Get, get my voice off of WJFK. How is it on? I haven't heard it. The Bald Truth commercials oh, are still running. I keep getting email after email saying you guys are running commercials with my voice on there. Because you are a voice talent that I have to have some specter of Hefe hanging around. No. Just so people can remember how great you are. Here's the beautiful thing here at Clear Channel. We get paid to use our voice for commercials up uh, at Infinity DC you guys would rape us and make us do it for free and GQ magazine writes so, <laughs> so do we have that commercial is there any way we have that commercial anywhere Cameron email it to us uh, I'll send me an email I'll send it to you tomorrow it's an awful commercial for a stupid I'll call John Norman it's see not send it. stupid it's a very good informative show that helps a lot of people sucks Bad involvement. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of your very bad infomercials you have run there weekends in WJFK. Be nice. Um, <laughs> why? We don't have to be nice to <laughs> you. Not at all. You're not our boss anymore. You're just our friend. Hey, I was never your friend. That's nah, all you were. <laughs> I was tuck tuck going. Um, so seriously though, can you at least have someone else? Can you have Rosenberg or Colin Quinn cut the new Bald Truth commercial? No. I mean, for what real. Is, what are you, a cream of Donna now? Why don't you, yes. why don't you cut it, uh, Cameron? It'll sound just like half anyway. So. All right. <laughs> Florida Faction says, ask Cameron how's it feel uh, to not have to empty G. Gordon Liddy's Tupperware anymore. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron used to, <laughs> Cam, Cameron used to produce the G. Gordon Liddy show. Oh, my God. AM Faye. That's 43%. Um, oh, it's so awful, dude. I'll put you on hold and Cameron will get you an autographed photo. Hey, are you also listening to XM uh, from 11 to 2 like the rest of us? I don't have the XM. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, you have Sirius. You need to get it. Because there's a great show on there. I don't know if you ever heard of them. The Ron and Fed show from 11 to 2. I think you re- I think you'd really like them. Maybe you should try to get them. Oh. Uh, for night. Uh, oh, Michael uh, Hughes would uh, love them. Oh. Oh. Right, How many people do you have in the studio now? Way too like many. Like 17. <laughs> I've never heard so many people on a radio show. That's because this studio well, is actually were, big. Didn't you work for the junkies? <laughs> <laughs> we know not how to talk over each other. All right, Cameron. Stop it. We love you, dude. We miss you. And seriously, change that commercial. I get paid for that stuff now. Uh, okay, Star. Yeah, that's hurting. All right, yeah, we really do. We, we need, to, Or at least pay me. All right, brother, we'll take a break. All right, hold, oh, hold on a second. Before you go, Cam, we got a special guest. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Joining us from the great website, MikeSika.com. <laughs> Mike Sika. Hey. What's going on, Mike? What's going on down there? 
Uh, things are going great here in Florida. How's the website? Okay, how, first of all, how did you guys find that? Well, because you, you told Chunks about it. When did I tell, when did I tell him about that? I don't Chunks, when did he... Are Cameron, are you still there? Yes, this is, this is too weird. I don't know. No, wait a minute, what's Cameron doing on the phone? I don't know. Mike, I have no idea. Chunks, did you do this? I didn't do anything. Leave me alone. Are you guys all at WJFK right now? No. I'm sitting in the call he's screen in, room. He's in my lap. Oh, Jesus. Oh. What a zoo. We thought we had a night zoo. They got a whole zoo going up there on their uh, on their own. Jesus. All right, somebody's got a bad phone, and I think it's the engineer. Go figure. Shocking at that station. All right, Cameron, we love you, dude. All right, guys. All right, Glad you're well. We'll see you later. Hey, by the way, when are you back in town soon for uh, Redskins are at Tampa, right? I'll be at, at, whenever we're in Tampa, I'll be there. I'll see you there. All right, bro, we'll talk to you then. Bye, guys. <laughs> our old program director. How does Mexico have this number? How does he know about that? Did he call? Yeah. That was actually Mike Zika. He called. I thought we called him for some reason. No. I'm telling you, one of the heretics probably emailed him at MikeZika.com and said, hey, the boys are talking about your website, and he called in. Dude, we're all screwed now. I say we don't even make it out of this building before he gets somehow uh, installs a bomb outside of the door, and we got blown to hell. And you hear our old intern, Puck, too? Oh, was he there? Yeah, he was yelling at Puck. I heard Puck. his third mic on the crap new show. Actually, it's a different show right now. They got yeah. Colin Quinn and Nick Oh, Capella. really? Oh. Yeah. Which actually yeah, are actually two decent. very funny people. That wasn't on two weeks ago, was it? No. Mm. No, it was Taz. Well, Is this really Donkey Lips? Donkey Lips, where are you, dude? Um, to go check out my dad or whatever. He got an accident. Okay, is he, is so, he okay? Yeah, he's fine. That's that's why I was stressed out in the studio. That's why I had to leave. All you gotta do is tell us, dude. E- yeah, I know. I just didn't want to ruin anything. But hey. Yeah. So instead, at, at, you, you call with it. Instead, you call with it. Second. What's, what's up? Let him get no, Dubs. Yeah. You put my number and name on a website. What? On some when? kind of w- website from DC. What? I, 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 I have people calling me saying, is this Job? Is this J-Dubs? Oh, uh, J-Dubs put uh, your name and number on the on our D.C. website. It's people from D.C. calling me. I never put your name and phone number on any website. What, uh, hold on. Well, hold on a second. Talk to Putin. We'll get, the, we'll get this website. What is going on? I don't even have his phone number. No, I don't either. And I don't want it, by the I way, too. I don't have it. Break, dude? Yeah, I can hold on. All right, MikeSeeka.com. You don't mind if we give that out, do you? <laughs> There's a dump. There's a dump. Uh, that's so funny. That was the dump button. What they used to do in the old days at the old station, they had this loud buzzer. So everything we had to delete content, you know, someone cursed. It was the loudest, stupidest buzzer, stupidest buzzer you ever heard. F bomb. And if you like weren't paying attention for half a second, or you were thinking about something and didn't hear it. It would oh, just God. jolt you, and like you'd like fall out of your chair almost. It's like putting your junk on an electric fence. That can be fun. Mm-hmm. Gets you near Speaking completion. Speaking am I going to be able to see your belly or not, Heather? You just go to pictures on MySpace. Oh, yeah. I don't have any of those on MySpace. <laughs> oh, I have them saved. What? Nothing. Hmm? Let's go to break. No. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the star of MikeSika.com, Mike Sika. First, hatsofmeat.com, now MikeZika.com. They keep on getting worse. The hits keep on coming. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I am your host, Tommy Bateman. And if you want to see El Jefe in person, 
because he's like radio's Vin Diesel. Insert laugh. Tomorrow at 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Phantom Fireworks in Daytona Beach. And I'll be giving out some prizes and you go out there and get all your little fireworks for New Year's Eve. I'll be home alone crying. And uh, I mean banging lots of chicks. Uh, the address is 1226 South Atlantic in Daytona Beach. And the phone number is 386-238-7724. So go out and see Hefe. And uh, tell him he looks great and muscular, like me. Uh, this next segment is just... I just have to play. It's a guilty pleasure. It's Mike Sika calling back in, the old uh, engineer from WJFK, our old station, just because he's literally, like, the weirdest, dirtiest guy. Like, when you think of a nerd and you do, you do all the stereotypes, that's really Mike Sika. So go to MikeSika.com, S-I-C-A. It's the Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Joining us on the phone, Mike Sika from MikeSika.com. Hey, guys. Mike. Buddy. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. Uh, first of all, Puck in the background here wants to tell you he's dating a porn star now. Don't care. That's our old intern, and we really wish uh, that he had been hurt. Like, and he has his, uh, he has a tattoo of me on him. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, about he, that. Still, still proud of that, actually. <laughs> I didn't know most gay porn stars hung out in D.C. Interesting. And, and not only that, but um, can you can they see that on RunFest.net, the picture of you? I, I'm sure I have it somewhere, so we can post on our website if we I, want to. I think to. it's still there. You have to get posted on your website. All right, that's great. Now, what about your website? What's going at MikeSika.com? I saw that you invested in a uh, in a hybrid bike. In a which? A, a hy- hybrid bike. Hybrid bike, yes. Um, how'd that go? Uh, it works. <laughs> yeah. You now we got places around DC to bike. Now, you are you in call screen up there at WJFK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puck's being real loud in the background here, as you can tell. What what show's on right now? Actually. You're not going to believe this, but Colin Quinn and Nick DePaulo are on the air right now. And are they there or? No, they're up in New York and, then what, and they're on the radio, you know, down here at JFK. Then what? What is? Uh, what is Puck doing, being so loud? Uh, it's Puck. He's hmm. not screening phone calls for him, so there's no reason. Are you? Are you screening phone calls, MikeSega.com? No, I'm just hanging in here right now. Are your website's not working anymore? It takes us to BuzzChat.com. What's that? Yeah, that was because I was getting flooded with so many hits, I had to redirect it to my chat line. Oh, nice. And that's actually, buzzchat.com is actually the chat line for the radio station I used to work for down in Richmond, which when the station changed formats, I just kind of kept the chat line running because it was getting so much traffic. Wow. All right, well, now I want to see the stuff from MikeSega.com. Oh. What did you you hit, refresh on your page? Yeah, make it happen. Dude, that's where all the magic is. I like the Christmas card. Oh, okay, hold on here. Let me put it back. Hey, we're having some issue technical difficulties here. Our headphones aren't working. Can you help us with that? Uh, I'll get Tony right. I'll get Chief Engineer Tony Pigs right on that. Oh God! Oh, God. oh you know about that? Yeah, actually, I, I told Tony about that. I'm like, hey, Tony, uh, just got a, uh, <laughs> a uh, shout out on uh, the Hideout's webpage there. Uh, you didn't Chief tell Tony him. Pigs, and he goes, you know what? That's just way too close. You, did you tell him? You're such an ass. Why would you tell him oh, about that? Was, he thought it was funny as hell. That's, that's good, then. No, that's really... Now, how am I ever going to be able to see that man in the face? Look at that man uh, again in the face. Oh, no, he, he thought it was funny. Huh. Easy, uh, with an apple in his mouth. Actually, All right, hold on a actually, second. you guys got a shout-out last night on Colin Quinn's show. Oh, no. Nice. What happened there? Well, they were getting so many phone calls. You know, this one guy called up, and he was trying to do um, do Sid's voice. He went, hello, this is Tommy Bateman, along with, uh, <laughs> you know, Cigar Sid here, and... Are you calling Colin Quinn, Tommy? No, I'm no, no, on the air. It wasn't Tommy. It was someone else. All right, hold on. MikeSeeker.com. Hold on a second. People got questions for you. You're a star. Website's blowing up. All right, 
creepy nerd guy you're in the hideout. Well, Mike Seeker, it's a great pleasure to talk to you. Uh, it what, is, is it a real great pleasure to talk to me? Yes, what, what's so funny? Why would you be mean to me like that? Uh, I have one I question know. for you, and then I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Um, what XL4321534 unit would you use if you were controlling a show from outer space? All right, all right creepy nerd guy. Do you have an answer for that, Mike Seeker, or no? That's not even radio talk. I, I hear you. All right, hold on. Someone else wants to talk to you. Um, 407-916-1041-888-9781. All right, good. You got you got everything back up on MikeSeeker.com. I appreciate yeah, Mike, that. MikeSeeker.com is back. Oh, you did that fast. Hey, when you're good, you're good. What can I say? <laughs> how's, the di- how's the diet going? Oh, wait a second. We got another call, Mike Seeker. Hold okay. on a second. Hideout, who is this? What the hell is going on? Seeker, what this- are you doing talking to these boys, these clowns? Always spilling a crap on a console? You think it's funny? Huh? Is this hideout engineer Tony Pig? Yeah, damn skippy it is, and I'm pissed off. These boys calling you up. I'm telling them to do this stuff because I can't do it. I'm too fat to do it. So I have him run around and do it. All right? Sika, where's my ham sandwich? I told you I had that on my desk. Huh? Where's my jazz CD? <laughs> oh, oh, All right, ouch. Tony Pigs, thank you. Yeah, actually, Tony is uh, standing by the shop right now. So. All right, well, we got to go. MikeSeeker.com. We'll see you later. <laughs> hey, so I'm on uh, the Colin Quinn show, huh? Oh, man, I can't believe... Uh... What are you doing calling Colin Quinn? I do it while we're I'm in the backpack here. Hey, get Colin Quinn on the phone. Get Quinn and Nick DePaul on the phone. I hate Ken Ober. I can't, I can't believe Tony's over there and he can call on the phone at the same time. That's very crazy. Uh, well, I guess we can never go back to that station if there was ever any chance that we would. No. Not, no, wait, wait. not interested. Under new management, maybe. Very happy here. Um, tell, uh, yeah, I want DePaulo and Quinn booked for tomorrow. I want to get an air check of that. Why? You called... I know, I just like hearing my voice on other people's shows. Do what I do. I'm like recording Donkey the boombox. I'm, I'm calling SBK live tomorrow. Like Donkey Lips. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey uh, this is Justin. I think you should go to the uh, strip. Hello. Yeah, what's up? What's hey, up, Putin? Next time Cameron or, or Mike Seeker calls, can you get me a job? Yes, I'd love to ship you up to D.C. <laughs> Good luck up there. Better yet, just stand in Radio's front of the Amtrak. You get raped hard there. <laughs> All right. I had fun. I don't know if you guys did. Jeff, fun, hot Heather? I had a blast. Well, congratulations on earning that hideout pass. Thank you. I appreciate it. Again, ways to earn hideout passes. Multiple <laughs> times visiting, contributing. O's. Hands. <laughs> Contribute hands. Oh, yeah. That was the one thing we didn't tell you about. Mm-hmm. Once you get the pass, <laughs> we get the ass. You already got that last week, though. Oh, huh? yeah, that's Remember? fine. Nothing, no insertion. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I forgot. You know what? I made this whole hubbub about you winning a hideout pass. Oops. All right, you're the third hideout pass holder. Who? I forgot that Doogie Tarantino... And Snatchy Cakes? And Snatchy Cakes have hideout passes. But they are were kind of D.C., Listeners, she's the first true Florida person. Yeah, that's true too. We knew her from, we knew them from before. So that's three hideout pass holders. Again, not every, not all the heretics have them. And the reason is, is because the rules are: you come in, you bring gifts, you hang out, and you know, goes dynamite. You're not always constantly trying to get airtime. 
You go to you. We go to you when we need you. All right, guys. We will see you. Uh, we'll end up seeing you tomorrow. I want you to wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Shannon Burke hosted by SBK tomorrow. Hideout. Who is this? You guys are coming over your time. This is Mike Sicky. You're gonna wreck the syndication deal. This is not cool at all. Get off the phone and get the XL three four two five one six five two one three five eight seven six dash B paragraph section C four eight. Thank you, Fix Mike. Fix that before you leave. Thank you, Mike Sicky. Yeah. MikeSicky dot com. It's the Hideout Row Radio one hundred four point one. Talk. Yes. This one is dated February the twelfth. 1994. What a day. My favorite day of the year. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue Day. (laughs) To me, it's the closest thing that I'll ever get to having a girlfriend. I'll often picture myself with one of the supermodels on the beach or in the cabana. And I pretend that we are boyfriend and girlfriend. They never call me fat. Or pluck at my jello nipples. For some reason, he's going to end up with a cabana boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think at the end. Don't ruin it. Ah. This year... This year's issue was particularly good. Ah! With a perfect picture <laughs> of Kathy Ireland laying on the beach. I figured tonight would be a great night. Whatever happened to her? For one of my dates. You're going to run a batch. This whole story is going to be, be about you running a batch. Yeah. How sad is your life? You write about it. <laughs> you just wreck it for me, huh? Why yeah. should I even keep going now? No, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. Why don't you just keep going then? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because, yeah, now I'm into it because I really want to read about it. Why don't you just see how I did it? <laughs> All right. All right. All kinds of bad emotions. Uh Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to run out of bed music. Oh, yeah. I took the magazine upstairs and I got into my bed. I opened it to the Kathy Ireland picture. I lit- Is there even point to go on now? No. I'm dissuaded. No, go ahead. I lit a candle and I put some classical music to set the mood. Then the fun began. Picture myself on the beach. Warm, oh. breezy day. Yeah. Hey, Kathy, I say. Hey, stud, she replies. How was your day, I ask. (laughs) Fine, she says. I'm a little hot from working out nude all day, so I figured I'd come down to the beach and cool off. It's smelly. But now there's sand all over my supple body. That's no problem, I say. Take off all your clothes and I'll brush you off. (laughs) It's at that point where I take little pieces of white paper and put them on the picture of Kathy Ireland <laughs> so that it appears as if she is nude. Oh, that's better, I say. I wipe the sand off Kathy. Oh, I feel much better. Would you like me to rub you down, Alex? Stop. Sure. God. If you don't mind. You're going to have to take their shorts off, though, she says. <laughs> she then starts softly caressing my body. Oh, she says, I'm sorry. I touched your man muscle. Hey, I say. 
That's okay. <laughs> then Kathy starts to really take care of me. Hey! Someone yells. I realize that this voice was not Kathy's. You know what? I want Chunks next week to read the diary of Anne Frank. I think that's Aww. I think that's where we're at right now. Where <laughs> That'd be more sexy than what I'm hearing right now. I quickly snap out of fantasy world to realize that the hey came from my mother, who had walked into the room. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Why are you naked with all that shredded white paper around you? Uh... I say, hey. I'm just doing some homework. Oh. <laughs> Bull blank, she says. You are pleasing yourself. Oh. That pervert side comes from your father. Ma, I say, can you just please leave the room? So, that's, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even get to finish my date, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, let the be rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let the be rock. Oh my goodness, Trunks. Yeah, that, that was quite embarrassing. It's not something you want your uh, ma to walk in and see you doing. Now, how do you? Hey. All right. <laughs> Enough uh, from no. Trunks' mother. How do you I'm recover from something sure like that? Sure, mom looks like the rocker. You, <laughs> the mullet, my teeth. You really don't, because even when you go upstairs after that and lock the door, you're still thinking to yourself, "All right, I know she's thinking, what's that little creep doing up there?" You know, you know that if you disappear for too long, they know what you're doing at that point, and you can never really get a good one again because <laughs> your your confidence is shot. And you're always one, thinking somebody's going to kick open the door. A good one. Yeah. Oh, Why? It's not, it's not that type of story. <laughs> I'm confused now. Hey. About your sexuality? Now, Dubs, have you ever been walked in on? No. I, I'm usually... The, the thing I always did was I would... I was like an Indian. I would be rubbing one out with literally my ear to the ground, like <laughs> listening for buffalo, you know? Native American, by the way. Whatever. I was a redskin. They're allowed to what? say that over in Washington. I can say here. They can name a team. Nah, sadly, you're right. You can't get away with that one. Wow. All right, I got busted. How many how many times did you run one while you're on your knees staring out the window hoping the car doesn't pull back up into the driveway? <laughs> I signed up for Radio 104.1. My worst thing was constantly... Shirt underneath your chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But it's not necessarily on your knees, but you're constantly running back to the blinds. And here's the funny thing. You don't grow out of that. No. Because if you're married... It's the exact same thing. Or if you have a girlfriend or if you have roommates, it's all the same thing. You're running back to the blinds to make sure that you don't get busted. Why, Why is the door locked? I don't know. It just must have locked when you left. I don't know. Why isn't it that you just stand up for yourself and say, hey, I'm doing this? I know. And so what? You do it too. We all do it. If you want to sit down next to me, fine. Hey! You want a little show? But I gotta finish this. Uh, 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 uh. Thank uh, you. I'm done. How many times 
has someone like jiggled on your locked door? Uh, oh, like trying to get in yeah. and you didn't, while you're doing it? Yeah. Or maybe after you're done, you forgot you locked the door, and then you you know you've been caught some way or another. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is so anal that she knows exactly how everything is when she left. So if the blinds are messed with a little bit, she knows what I was doing. Oh, oh, so oh. so she she knows that if you left the blinds a certain way, if I if the blinds are changed from what she had them. She knows I was running one. Man, that's tough. I don't care. She doesn't care either. All right, I'm getting in. She'll just say, huh, so you ran one today? Yeah. And then you tell her, yeah, that's so I could hold out longer for you? <laughs> no. I, said, I just say, yeah, I got what, a new video. What if she followed up with, were you thinking about me? She already knows the answer to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about Tommy. But uh, <laughs> you know that's how you always get out of uh, out of an awkward situation. You just throw out a really gay reference and try just try to get through it. What? Hmm. All right, Putin, is this real? Yes. All right, re- tell me. You just type to me. Tell the world. Well, when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to close our doors. So if like I closed my bedroom door, like you were like a high school bathroom stall. Um, what? <laughs> Your high school, didn't they just uh, have, like, no doors on the stalls and no one could poop there? Oh, no. Oh. They, had, they had doors. I hate that. Um, yeah, but we weren't allowed to close our doors <laughs> as kids in our house. So uh, if I did shut my door, you know, on accident or on purpose, whatever, there would be, within five minutes, I guarantee you, little patrolman mother would have come by. <laughs> what are you doing in there? What's going on? You creating some devil seeds? Yeah, it, it was hell on earth. That's why you uh, you get behind the door and you can see when somebody's uh, coming by. How come uh, Putin's mom sounds uh, familiar to Bateman's London girlfriend? Yeah, Beatrice. Okay, Matt Albert says it's tough when you're in the middle of that and someone tries to have a conversation with you through the door and you're trying to keep everything going. How many times have you been running one and... You've been expecting a call, or you like really need to take a call. So you you do the whole call with Dugan in hand, just hoping you know it doesn't mess up on you. I've done that before with you calling. Actually, probably with all of you calling, except Putin, who doesn't have my number. Yes, I, I do. I gave it to him. Through inside information, tells me that someone may be taking care of business. While another someone's dog is scratching at his door. What? <laughs> so apparently while Chunks is trying to take care of business, Roxy, Tommy's dog, is scratching at his door. Your back door? No. <laughs> you got a dog biscuit between the pillows? Is that what you're telling me? You know, every once in a while you wipe a booger on the dog as it walks by. You think Chunks has ever used the dog to clean uh, uh, okay. up? Now Tommy's just going to hit you, man. He's Okay, he's just going to hit you. He's <laughs> grabbing the knife. Dude, you're going to want to run. Out. Do it. Get Damn out now. Him. Go. Run now. He stabbed you yesterday. <laughs> get away from me. You know? oh, oh, he just went to go get a sandwich. Yeah. He just—it's fine, Putin. He just went to get a sandwich. Oh, he did. There's sandwiches in the back. Yeah, he went and got his sandwich. It's okay. 
Go ahead. Go yeah, phones are ringing. I need you yeah. to go answer the phones. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's okay, dude. Okay. Good boy. <laughs> All right. Putin got smart and came in here and saw saw uh, Bateman with a knife. And now Tommy's trying to get him to come in there and answer phone calls. All right, this on the AOL Instant Messenger from Databyte. His mom caught him while doing the scrambled porn thing. We've all been there. How many times have you, have you just left it on the wrong channel and they pop it back on? And they know what you were doing. Yeah. Or you leave the, the wrong video in the VCR. All right, 99 says best thing. That's why you always do it in the shower. Yeah. That's why I, you just 30, 30 minute shower, I couldn't get clean enough. <laughs> but everybody knows then, too. And they're always shaking the door. <laughs> Especially if it's the hideout off-campus housing. Just messing up the rhythm. Putin, the phones are ringing. I need you to go screen the phone calls. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. What's Tommy doing? He's got one in a mic backpack. Now he's got two knives. Why do you have a knife? Because. For protection. Why didn't you have the knife last night when he stabbed you? Why didn't you have it on you? All right, so Tommy literally has two knives now. Go get the phone. Three. This should be fun. I don't even know what's going on in there. Damn it. He's got three. Ha! You're crazy, man. (laughs) Tommy, you can't be chasing around interns with knives. Just one. All right, Matt, Just I'll... pick your favorite knife, and you can have that one. Matt says he did it in the shower once and got a migraine afterwards, so he can't do it there anymore. You know, it is odd when you're in the shower doing it. Sometimes, if it's really good, you may take a knee. I've taken a knee in the shower before. <laughs> you, you boys going to get along back there? Are you going to stop stabbing each other? Tommy I has, didn't stab him. Tommy has th- stabbing each other. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> this Tom's is like our, our little reality show going on here. And it's behind glass, so I don't think anybody's actually getting stabbed. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes Real Radio 104.1. I am the host for tonight, Tommy Bateman. And uh, this song is... I'm not okay by My Chemical Romance. And if you're not okay, I have the cure for you. Tomorrow at uh, Phantom Fireworks in Daytona Beach from 2 to 4, El Jefe will be your cure. 1226 South Atlantic in Daytona Beach. Phone number is 386-238-7724. Jefe will be out there and he'll have a lot of like prizes and stuff to give away. So if you're very nice and ask him nicely, he might give you a prize and you'll be okay. Speaking of someone who's never okay, ever, actually two people that aren't okay ever, it's the time Chunks and Matt Albert rode down from D.C. on the auto train together. Chunks took some notes, or as he calls it, the bottom's log. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Chunks, you went up to D.C. for the weekend for a wedding. You missed the wedding. But the main reason you also went down too was uh, so that you get your uh, your car right, your Ford 
Yeah, my Ford uh, Escort 94. Escort 94. Mm-hmm. Kind of pinkish. The pink monster. Yeah, it's a little pink. It's and right outside if anybody wants to come up and get paid a visit. Come on. What? Please don't. It's already in bad enough shape that it is. I have an appointment to get its brakes and uh, transmission fixed tomorrow morning at 9. Really? Yeah. His mm. car does not stop. Well, you might want to make an appointment for the windows. The windows are already broken for the most part. The back is. It's already banged up. So what, did you put it on the auto so train? Yeah, I, put, I took it on an auto train because I figured it would be uh, easier on my car as opposed to driving it down here 800 miles. Mm-hmm. How did that work out for you? Mm-hmm. It's running a lot worse, actually, than when it was back in Virginia. You, Matt can tell you. We were trying to drive today. and I mean, I'm sure it probably didn't help with tons of fun driving <laughs> next to me, but it was just so hard to break. Who, Matt? Because yeah. it, he's five. Yeah. Imagine that. It's Inertia is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 500 extra pounds in that little escort. Yeah. We were going like 20 miles an hour. It took like 200 feet to stop. <laughs> yeah. His brakes are the worst thing. Now, they they I, squeak like a city bus. Have you tested the brakes without Matt in? Uh, well, I had I got a flat tire about six months ago. What the hell? And the guy told me that when he was changing the tire that the brakes were really bad and they could go at any moment. And that was six months ago. So, I mean, I know that they're bad. Way to push it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a way to get stuff taken care of immediately. So... Glad you're our producer. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Goodness. So, uh, he's hardly a producer, by the way. So, what happened on this trip? What did you do? What's this thing you want to share with us? Well, I got a little drunk. No. Uh, yeah, and so I kind of wrote down what happened, but it, it came out like a little strange. So, um, I kind of. So, you kind of wrote a log, like a diary? Yeah, I wrote like a little log of what I observed. Uh, on the train? Yeah, on the train. Uh, a little bit before the train, just my thoughts, what happened. Okay. All right. So, you just wrote them down? Yeah. All right, let's hear them. Bottoms log. Star date 61905. 2.05 p.m. After some minor automotive delays, I was set for my journey through the East Coast quadrant. I was scheduled to rendezvous with an alien being. After some searching, I ran into a being the size of a quasar, and I assumed that this would be my traveling companion. After a few exchanges with the alien's family members... I knew this would be an exciting and interesting voyage. And the next one. All right, was the alien Matt Albert? Yes. And you uh, you got to hang out with his family? Uh, yeah, a little bit beforehand. Um, How were they? It was kind of interesting. I, I, for some, it was like he was going off to war. They were all <laughs> hugging him and, oh, have fun in your trip and be safe. And like he had to get permission from his grandmother apparently before he could actually come well, here. Really? Yeah, Why? Because grandmother was in the car. It's I, like a family thing. You know, if you're going to leave for a while, you just say goodbye to your grandmother. Say, you know, tell her that you're leaving. Oh, you didn't have to ask her? Kind of, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he had to ask her. You're 21. She, she's going to let me go anyway, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's like a respect yeah, thing? Yeah, a respect thing. I've never heard of something like that. I don't know. It's Italian. Black Italian. Yeah. You're black. <laughs> what the hell? All right. All right. Let's hear your next entry. Hmm. Bottoms log, start date 61905, 4 o'clock p.m. Myself and the alien boarded onto the train. I was aghast at the sheer size of this magnificent beast. As soon as we sat down, Sound of 500 Jeffries. I in my seat and he in his seat and part of mine, our vessel started to take off. 
I noticed immediately that the creature started eating at a phenomenal rate. I noticed that he had eaten three cookies right at the start of the voyage. This must be because his energy exertion must be superb for him to maintain normal operational levels. How many calories do you think it takes a day for you, Matt, to run? Like 4,000? Yeah, like that. Just, you know, normal operation. Now, did he have a jar of cookies with him? Yeah, actually, it was funny because... Grandma's cookies? No. Nah, nah, I bought them at the store. Yeah, it was like a little plastic tub of cookies that you'd find at Publix. But the funny thing is, like, his hands are so fat... Uh, come on. ...that he's trying to, like, pry the top off this cookie thing, and he's just getting mad because he just wants <laughs> the cookies so badly that he can't get it off, and he's just squeezing it to try and pop the top off. Now, does your uh, grandma give you, like, a canteen before you go, like, uh, full of cookie dough or something? <laughs> It's just, as if you get caught lost in the desert. Or just it's gra- chocolate. gravy to dip the uh, cookies in. <laughs> Brown gravy only. Caramel. <laughs> Caramel. All right, what's your next entry in the star log? Bottoms log. Start at 61905, 5.53 p.m. Apparently, my previous estimate about the creature's mass energy <laughs> consumption was incorrect. Though the creature ate a lot, his energy level remained low, as I noticed it falling asleep. <laughs> I suggested a brief walk to the nicotine rejuvenation car, and at first the creature seemed put off at the thought of having to walk five car lengths, <laughs> but I later convinced him. As we were walking, the train hit a large divot, and I heard the beast let out a mighty roar. <laughs> Upon inspection of the creature, <laughs> I found out let's that hear, he- Let's hear the roar, beast, real fast. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, he was bad. I heard <laughs> the large creature had hit his head, causing his optic visual aid device to bend, throwing him into an anger fit, which would plague me for the rest of the trip. <laughs> his glasses got busted. Uh, I, I, so I could tell. I speak whatever language uh, you're writing in. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, you must have been drunk while you're writing this. Yeah, <laughs> so odd. That's pretty bad. I, you know, I get creative sometimes. But no. we we'll walk into the car, and he's just breathing heavy. About three cars into it, it's about. That's how I breathe. It's about five car lengths from our car to the uh, smokers' lounge, and he's just breathing heavy. And you just hear this thud. And he's just ah, <laughs> and his glasses are offset, and he just gets mad. He's like, "Damn glasses, you can't see!" And I screwed with him the whole time. He get pissed every time. I'd say, "Dude, why you keep looking to the left of me?" He's like, "Shut it, man! It's not funny. Expletive, expletive, you know." All right, so this is uh, recapping. This is Chunks's um, log from the auto train that he took. He brought down his escort, and he brought back our buddy from D.C., 21-year-old Matt Albert, who's a virgin. Six foot five, uh, nearly 500 pounds. And for the purpose of the story, for some reason, uh, whenever you hear the alien beast, that's Matt Albert. That's yeah. Matt, apparently. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. 9 o'clock p.m. I reminded the beast that it was time for dinner. He became quite excited <laughs> and erratic. His dinner consisted of three rolls of bread, <laughs> fried cod... <laughs> Mashed potatoes, a jar of wine, a cheesecake in the New York style, and some of my sugar-free Jello. He conveniently didn't eat his peas. After the meal, 
The creature informed me he was tired, and we retired back to the smoker's lounge. That's pretty much self-explanatory. I'll go on to the next one. Oh, so you don't eat anything green, unless it's jello. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't want to... you got to save room for cookies. Exactly. <laughs> i got a jar full of cookies i got to finish off. The funny thing is, when he was done with his main course... When he's done with his main quiz, he goes, I'm full, but I'm going to eat my cheesecake anyway. Is <laughs> that right? Yeah. You know, why waste it? I that, pay for it. That's always the fat mentality. I can't waste this. I got to have it. There's people starving in Ethiopia. Got to finish <laughs> it off for them. You. Yeah, and you're the, si- you're the size of five or six of them. All right. The next part got a little crazy. This is like the real long drudging trip, so these logs are kind of short, so I'll just condense them a little. Okay. Bottoms log, star date 6... One nine oh five. Eleven ten p.m. The creature eats three cookies. <laughs> Eleven seventeen p.m. The creature eats four more cookies. <laughs> God. Thinking that while I went to the bathroom, I wouldn't have seen him eat them, but I did. Eleven fifty-seven p.m. The creature eats half a can of Pringles and starts <laughs> to doze off. Twelve eighteen. Twelve eighteen a.m. The creature orders a chocolate milkshake <laughs> and proceeds to consume alcohol, somehow triggering an effect in his brain to make him spew out Shakespearean quotes in a perfect British accent. What's that? I guess he got drunk, and after the rum started hitting him, he just started quoting Shakespeare. Quote I mean, some for us. I shall bow you across your bow with the force of Poseidon himself. Yeah. And I just what? Doing that, like... He just started doing that. People would be walking in and out of the smoker's car, and he'd just flick them off and start spouting off Shakespeare at Ship you upon my port side. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. How much more? I could listen to this all day. You got any more? i give you uh, one more for our commercial break if you'd like. All right. This is where it starts to get scary. This is a scary part of the mission. <laughs> There's a mission here. Not a mission you know, at your auto train. Mission to get my car back. Okay. Bottoms log, start eight. <laughs> Six two zero zero five one fifteen a.m. The creature's complaining has become incessant. He hates every person and everything. <laughs> he has two iPods to accommodate his rather bulbous head. <laughs> one for each ear. I am becoming rather worried. The creature is intoxicated, nearly out of cookies, drooling while staring at me, no doubt confusing me with a tenderloin prime steak. I hope that the creature sleeps soon, for I now fear for my life. I don't know if I will make it to Florida with my escort. I have never been so close to God as I am after meeting the beast. Dear God, please don't let it eat me. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. As I look at you, Matt, this is the funniest thing ever. It's funny just regardless. Imagine, you just basically ran down his uh, meal list they had uh, on how long of a trip? Uh, uh, 16 hours. Yeah. Well, he's not done eating yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear more. Uh, Jimmy Jam says, I'll pay good money to see that fat bastard. Soon enough. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. This is the Hideout Mixtapes. I'm hosting tonight, Tommy Bateman. I know you're terribly excited. I get that a lot. Not to worry. So we'll continue on with the segments. And we will be back live on Tuesday. And I will have a humongous announcement. My future is just... It's amazing. 
It's going to be a good year for me. It's a bad year for Matt Albert since he's moving down. The Real Radio, 104.1. Our buddy Matt Albert's down from D.C. He came with Chunks on the auto train as Chunks brought down his 94 Escort. And um, we're in the middle of Chunks' logs. And uh, for the purpose of the story, the uh, beast alien... Creature. Is, uh, the creature is... Matt Albert. Matt Albert. All right, where are we now, Chunks? Um, we're in the middle of the night now. There was a kind of an interesting thing that had happened to us. And, um, that's where our story continues. Bottoms Log. Stardate 20005. I started to slumber. (laughs) Go ahead. 3.35 a.m. Okay. I started to slumber. The beast, finally tranquil and quiet... No doubt thinking about his next meal, drool oozing from his withered mouth. As I fall asleep, a young lad of about 14 miraculously appeared next to me. Uh-oh. He asked me, Alas, sir, may I have a nicotine rejuvenator stick? It was at this point where the beast began to stir, and he let out a loud snore, fearing for the child's life. I shoved him out of the cabin. I said, run! Run, alas, the beast will eat you! The beast unstoppable, as he has found out that the Pringles jar was empty and his cookies had run out, was in a rave, such that I could not stop with my mere, wimpy, physical strength. Please, Lord, just a few more hours. So did you give the kid a cigarette? No. Hmm. I threw a Pringles can at him. I, I think he had snuck a few when I was sleeping anyways. It was kind I of the, you, I bet you he wished I was there then. It was kind of the weirdest it was the weirdest thing cuz we were both sleeping and we wake up yeah. and there's this kid sitting in the seat next to us and there's about 20 other open seats and he's just smiling at both of us. <laughs> like, what? I would have given him two. Like, what do you want, kid? He's like, "Hey, those cigarettes look cool." I was like, "Yeah." I would have said, yeah, they are cool. You want one? <laughs> well, how long was this um, space trip ride or whatever it is? 16 hours. 16, oh. 16 hellacious hours. Hmm, sounds fun. Yeah, it was great. I hate everyone. Wow, wow, wow. That guy sucks. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I can't turn around. <laughs> All right, you got any more of these or are we done? I think I have one last one. Okay, what is it? Bottoms log, start date 6205. 6.55 a.m. Our trip, thankfully, has almost come to an end. We have almost reached the southernmost quadrant. Sunlight. The beast is resting again, and I am safe. I thought, until the fateful words from the train attendant rang through over the loudspeaker. Last call. For the continental breakfast. <laughs> At that moment, the beast arose with a fury I have nor seen. In an instant, he seamlessly completed the impossible task of shifting his mass of a giant ass and actually started sprinting down the train. <laughs> Old people, children, they were no measure for him and his endless stomach. Muffins, Special K, bananas, milk, coffee, 
all down in a second. It was like he could not be fulfilled. I have never seen such now, a creature, and I don't think I ever will. You'd think a kind of breakfast would be bigger than it is. Yeah. That name. Mm-hmm. Well, he's as big as a continent, maybe just for big, <laughs> fat people. But I will never forget my trip with the strange and hideous <laughs> alien creature. Yeah. The end. <laughs> I have to stare at your ugly face oh, for 16 hours. Let's hear it for the Chunks log. Beautiful. Now, Matt Albert, do you have your log? Yeah, my log. Uh, Chunks is retarded. I never want to be around him for more than five minutes ever again. Whatever. Was it comfortable being near him? Were you guys buddy-buddy? I could see you two like you were uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. <laughs> well, every time he'd fall asleep... Is I had the, the blue streak? <laughs> yeah, Silver Street. Silver Street. Every time he fell asleep... I had to fight there just to flick him in the nose. Just that big, oversized now, pelican nose. Now, when I talk, go, go. When, I, uh, when I talk to you, um, Chunks, on the phone, you kept telling Matt Albert to stop. You were oh. like, stop, stop, stop. Jeez, yeah. What was he doing? I totally forgot about that. Uh, right before, right before um, our dinner, mm-hmm. apparently he, he got one of my lighters... And he's just lighting napkins on fire, like letting them blaze in the smoking car. There's people just staring at him, lighting these things. I'm like, what are you do you stop it? Do you smell that? You're going to set off the alarm. He's like, I don't care. It's the smoker's lounge. It's like smoke from a cigarette is different from a blaze from napkins. And he started grabbing like magazine pages and like trying to sneak it like I wouldn't see. Like he'd flick the lighter real quickly and turn away. And then I'd go back to talking on the phone to you, and he'd start lighting it up real quickly. He'd get all happy. He's all happy and excited, just like laughing around, jowls all hopping. <laughs> so you're a little pyro, huh? Well, I had to do something waiting for dinner. Why didn't you take a... <laughs> Jesus, I had What did you cookies. start trying to do, cook your arm? <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, he, I, I, that's why I'm a pinky short today. And he had two iPods, and he wouldn't share one with me. <laughs> He's like, I need them both. One of them's only got three-fourths battery power left. Exactly. I can't give you the other one. I was like, what? What the hell is that, dude? Come on. The other one's at full strength. I'm not, I only want to listen to a couple songs. I don't think so. You have earwax. <laughs> dude, I don't. He Come gave on, me yeah, two Q-tips. He, get, he had two Q-tips with him, I kid you not. And he made me clean out my ears before he let me listen for three minutes to a song and then took it back. What did you listen to? Uh, it was Rammstein, actually. Duhas. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I'm not kidding. He's got the strangest like oh, group of music. I don't want to hear about his music. I do. Uh, there's this, this funny thing. is One time I was talking to Chunks on the phone, and I was like, Hey, ask Matt a question, and then like mid sentence, Matt just falls asleep. <laughs> yes. Do you have narcolepsy? No, I was uh, tipsy, and I just forgot. So you passed out because you've been drinking. <laughs> mid sentence. Yeah. All right. Now here's our other mission too. Uh, you're a 21 year old virgin, and I'd like to be able to try to get you laid before you go home. To yeah, DC. I think I think we need to get you laid before then. <laughs> Now, we know some beautiful, lovely women that will have nothing to do with you, but we can probably find some... Uh, Skanks? Yeah. Uh. It's having a lot of fun here in the hideout on Monday night. Real Radio 104.1. There's an ugly pedophile sleeping under your bed. 
greatest song ever written. I think the rockers should cover that, actually. That would be... I would pay money to hear that. To have the rockers sing the Brian Peppers song. By the way, Brian Peppers has a movie coming out soon. Hopefully in the new year. We'll have uh, all the stuff taped for it, and it'll be in theaters thanks to the hideout pictures. Also, Tuesday we will be back live, and I have my humongous announcement. Huge. I can't believe I haven't told anybody about it yet. It's amazing, though. On Friday, tomorrow, between 2 and 4, you can go to Phantom Fireworks in Daytona Beach and get what you need to light up your New Year's Eve and win some real radio prizes from El Jefe's Prize Stash. Hmm. Interesting. That's at 1226 South Atlantic in Daytona Beach. Phone number is 386-238-7724. So go out there and shake uh, radio's Vin Diesel. Shake his hand. And... uh, Tell him you want to hear more Tommy Bateman. I mean, tell him you love the show. Uh, Mad Matt Mateo will be back in hosting tomorrow and Monday. And we got a lot of good stuff coming up. So much stuff that I can't even remember what I'm playing because I was just planning it out. But there's a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff that was requested by people. Icy Hot, for example, being played. And uh, also at one point when Snatchy Cakes pretended to be a bunny rabbit. And we'll leave it at that. The hideout mixtape. We'll see you tomorrow.
to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick them to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.